What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Dissect That Film, where we dissect your favorite films, film franchises, and TV. Today, on episode 72 of the podcast, we are talking about the final, hopefully final, uh, Jurassic film, Jurassic World Dominion. I am your host, Brett Parker. Joining me, as always, the wonderful Dan and Angela of DNA Gaming. I don't think, oh, wait, you guys are down here today. And joining us, uh, Dan, come on. You Just go! Intro. No. <laughs> Joining us today from Nostalgia Cast is the wonderful Darren Lundberg. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you guys. Uh, it's an honor. Uh, how did we how did this happen? I think you guys were talking about Jurassic World and I think I tweeted at one of you. If you ever have a guest, is that how it happened? Okay. Yes. Yes. I, I never yeah, knowing what I, I was getting myself into. It was because you <laughs> tweeted that you had just watched it. Cool. And yeah. uh, you had some some uh, fun opinions on it, which we'll hear yeah. about here on the show. And yeah. I said I tweeted, I responded to it, and you were like, "Well, if you need a guest, oh no, I said oh, we're going to be talking about it soon." You said, "Well, if you need a guest, I'm there." And I'm like, "All right, let's go. I'm ready." We don't get a, <laughs> we don't get a um, engage on social media. Uh, Parker keeps us locked in a cage in the back. So <laughs> yes, yes. This, this, this is the other room. Yeah. yeah, that's what I do with Johnny, yeah, my what, co-host. That's yeah. what that door is. That's yeah. what that door is. Take your damn scraps. Right. Sometimes He's in an escape room. You can never figure himself out of. <laughs> <laughs> so, Darren, please, yes, introduce yourself again and tell us what a, a little bit about yourself and what Nostalgia Cast is. Okay, well, Nostalgia Cast. It's me and my best uh, childhood friend, Johnny Craddock. We go ahead and we take. You know how you guys find, like, a, there's the $5 bin or, what is it, a three seventy four bin at Walmart. You see a movie that you have. Oh, I haven't seen this in forever. I miss those so bins. Like, I yeah, them. right? <laughs> so it's like this, it's the price of a rental. So you're like, oh, I'll buy this. I haven't seen this since I was a kid. And you put it in, and it's either like, wow, that was actually better than I remembered, or it's, what the hell was I thinking, like, liking this when I was growing up, right? So right. that's kind of what we do. We take movies that we grew up on, and we... The thing that started it was, uh, it was a combination of things. It was like when Ghostbusters, like I like to call it Lady Ghostbusters, 2016 came out. And then there was like mm-hmm. Superman Returns and Cars came out that were very big nostalgia things. But with Ghostbusters, I'm not the biggest fan of the movie myself, but the the backlash for that and the way they were attacking like Leslie Jones and Kate McKinnon, like threatening them with violence just because they were like, took over. I was like, guys, like why you're holding on to your past like too tight? that you feel like you have to do this. And so it was more of a, like, is nostalgia a weapon or is it something that we can use to like look back and better ourselves? So that's why we kind of looked at nostalgia casts and taking these movies that are like, you know, am I different now from when I watched it back then? Are the movies different? Is the language different? So we kind of take movies and we, we take off those rose colored glasses and we don't want to get in arguments about it. We never get heated, but it's more to the effect of talking about these movies and, again, just like I said, how they're different now versus how we're different and how we kind of approach those. So, again, we're taking on a lot of 80s movies because that's what we grew up on. Um, we just started our, our fourth season, which we're going to concentrate just playing on, on 90s movies. Uh, Brett, you said that you just listened to our, our Pulp Fiction episode. That's our first episode we released. And so that's the decade that Johnny and I became movie fans. That's where we cut our teeth. Like we, That's when I would ride my bike down to the local theater and I watched everything. Um, I remember I watched your uh, Batman Returns episode just recently. I remember riding my bike down to Batman Returns twice in the same day because I, I was just blindsided the first time I saw it. And then I had to go back, and that was, what, 92? So I was, what, 16, 17, something like that. So I've got a lot of memories of, like, that whole 90s 
decade, that's where I started getting addicted to the Hitchcocks and the Kurosawas, you know, on all these, you know, the Fellinis, like Bergmans, like everything I was just trying to eat up. And so that's where we fell in love with movies. So that's what we're concentrating. But again, it's, it's taking these movies that we loved as kids and just trying to process them and not be, you know, attacking like Ghostbusters, like, like that. It's, it's not that big. It shouldn't, nothing should be that big of a deal where you're threatening other people's lives. You know, because it's something right. you grew up with as a kid. So, I mean, we're That's seeing kind of what we do. We're seeing something similar right now, like currently with you know mm-hmm. they release that Little Mermaid trailer and oh my people gosh, are just losing yes. their minds. Oh, <laughs> like it's oh insane. God. But it's it's like you it's always, a movie, guys. It's a movie. Yeah. What what are we doing here? You can always just not watch it. There you go. Right. I mean, there you go. that's really that's that's the best way you can handle the situation. Exactly. I mean, yeah. Girl, girl can I'm sing. Not, absolutely. She she, she's talented i'm just worried because every single one of those live action remakes i've hated i think the last one i watched watched was uh beauty and the beast and it was just excruciating like i, I can't sit there and compare a movie that i love like constant like every like why did they do that like why'd they add this why like the whole movie for two hours that's not a i can't enjoy just excruciating so i stopped it's so i don't care like make you know, make Little Mermaid, you know, whatever. Like, I don't, I, it doesn't matter. Like, I don't have to watch it. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Just don't, don't watch it. You don't have to have an opinion on everything, especially if you're just going to weaponize it. That's so. true. Exactly. exactly. And well, there's today... this thing called not saying anything. You know, if you don't have anything <laughs> nice to say, don't say anything at all. You know, I learned that from Bambi. Yeah. Also, <laughs> you could... never mind. <laughs> cool. Anyway, the point is you can say stuff tactfully. If you don't want to yeah. be a dickhead, you just like I just didn't like the movie, or I don't have any interest in it. Did you guys see the video of the person that took uh, what was her name? Um, um, Hallie, Hallie Bailey, Bailey right? Yep. They took her and they made her white. Yeah, that's oh, no. like, do, yeah. do why would you like guys? Why? Do you guys? And they don't. These people don't realize how racist they're being. They just think they're. I, I, it's just. They're, it's incredible. Yeah. They're, they think they're <laughs> fixing something. You're like, no. Yeah, you're making it even worse. Social media is, is giving the people the wrong people a voice, I think. And I think that's oh, what's happening. Yeah. It, and they don't know how to shut them. Because those are the people who just who will just say those things behind their keyboard and they would never say it. Like I just don't think they could ever say it face to face with somebody. No. They're, they couldn't do it. <laughs> they're keyboard warriors. Yep. Keyboard commandos. Keyboard commandos. So but today right. we're t- we're talking about the sixth installment in the jurassic franchise jurassic yeah fuck World this Dominion. movie there's too many white people in it i'm sorry what <laughs> starting out strong needs more dinosaurs uh, yeah. yes actually yes more dinosaurs less people but go ahead <laughs> so yeah we're talking about the the sixth installment of the jurassic franchise the third the final film in the jurassic world trilogy and a very much of a mess of a movie Let's uh, go around the room and uh, talk about what we thought of our latest viewing of Jurassic World. Go, go. (laughs) Angela just leaves. Bye. (laughs) And we're going to start with our guest, Darren. uh, Listen, I know how you feel, but we need to let everybody (laughs) who listens to this show know what you think of Jurassic World Dominion. Which version did Darren watch? I watched, I wasn't aware of it. Again, what happened was, looking at the trailers for the movie, I made up my mind, because just full disclosure, I haven't seen Fallen Kingdom. I didn't bother with it, because it didn't look 
interesting to me like at all i don't have time to go to again with the live action disney stuff i don't have time to involve myself in stuff i'm not going to like so full disclosure i haven't seen this one and i wasn't going to see this one but my wife we have a peacock and it was streaming isn't that weird that top gun maverick opened in may and it's like still playing in theater and then like jurassic world like a month after it came out was already on streaming it was it's just weird yeah so top, so top it popped up on reason <laughs> There you go. So it popped up on Peacock, and she was like, oh, let's watch this. So I was like, all right, I guess it's free. And so, so we did that. And so I don't, it, it, it broke my brain. I don't know how else to describe it. Uh, I don't, like I said, I don't think it's the worst thing I've ever seen. I just, I, I'm just flummoxed by this whole movie. Do, do we want to go over our history with the whole Jurassic franchise? If you guys oh, absolutely go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Well, if we're talking about nostalgia, I, I'm, Jurassic, I'm a Jaws kid. Like, a lot of people my generation are either Jaws or they're Star Wars people, right? And I'm a Jaws person. So Jaws was the movie that made me fall in love with movies. Spielberg was the first filmmaker that's, that I learned his name for. That's the first name that I learned. It got me interested in, in film. And so Jurassic Park, when I saw it, like, yeah, it was a huge juggernaut. And I remember watching it in a, I'm an only child, and so my mom would send me to New York to spend time with family while I wasn't in school just so she wouldn't have to deal with me. So I remember seeing Jurassic Park in New York, and I liked it, but the whole time I watched it, I thought, this is just a Jaws clone. Um, because you have the Muldoon character, who's basically Quint. You have the uh, Grant character, who's basically uh, uh, Brody. You know, you have the experts or whatever. So it just seemed like a Jaws clone. It was well done. But then, you know, it's one of those movies that... And then the next summer I went back, and Jurassic Park was still playing in theaters, like full showings, not just like... One in the evening, you know what I mean? How they have, right. they'll kind of cut it down, right? Yeah. But it was still playing in full theaters. It was, it was that much of a juggernaut. And then I don't think they release it in video until the next. So again, I'm, I'm a Jurassic Park fan. I like it more now than I did back then. But back then I was just, I think when I saw it, like I said, I was watching movies in the 90s. And I, was, I think I was just trying to be smarter than the movie. And so I didn't really let it get to me. But like now watching it, like... I don't know if you guys feel the same way, but the movie is like a masterpiece of every single scene is like a theme. Like if the theme of the movie is nature versus technology, every scene hits on that theme. And it's amazing when you watch it, even the part where they're in the helicopter, again, nature versus technology, right? They're in a helicopter, which is technology, but na but nature is shaking the helicopter. So there's turbulence. Yep. Um, Grant has his, the, the seatbelt, which I don't know if I put too much, uh, tacked into too much weight into that but he you know the two ends that don't meet that's again technology and he nature finds a way he ties the, the seatbelt together right yep. the whole the whole movie is every scene you could go through and every scene is nature versus technology the gate that holds the tyrannosaur in it doesn't work obviously because nature is going to beat technology so you know even the whole it's going to it spreads across that whole movie if you watch it again that theme is in every scene and it's just amazing so Every single Jurassic Park movie since then has not been able to do that. But, you know, Lost World, is it has some great set pieces. I, I think that a lot of it is, like, maybe redundant or kind of mechanical. There's literally a part where the Malcolm's daughter says, you never keep your word, you're not a good dad. Like, she flat out says it. And so it's not as subtle. But it, it's kind of, it makes sense as an offshoot of the first Jurassic Park, right? Because they go up, there's another island, they go back, they have to, there's a rescue mission. The third Jurassic Park, again, it's a nice progression because... Island Nublar would ever exist. And so there's people that try it again to the island, even though they've cordoned it off. And, but it's a monster movie. That's really all it is. It doesn't have anything to say. And then Jurassic World comes along. And the reason I didn't watch Fallen Kingdom is because I thought Jurassic World said everything the franchise needed to say. I like 
the part where they're, you know, they keep talking about how nobody's impressed by a dinosaur anymore, and they they want more and more and more. And there's a part, literal part where they bring out a shark, a great white shark. Yep. Right? With the first big blockbuster in history, Jaws, which is, again, produced by Spielberg. They bring out a great white shark, and then a, a monster, like, what, a hundred sizes bigger than the, than the shark, comes out of this this tank and swallows it whole. Like, what, that's, sorry to sound sneaky, but that's a metaphor for what state we're in now, right? And the whole movie's about that. And so, you know, and, and again, it's, Brad, I think you're saying you compared it to the new Star Wars sequels. It's like that. It's more of a, just a repeat, right? But I like that it made that statement. It goes through, there's also the statement of, CG taking over for animatronics. There's maybe two big scenes with animatronics in Jurassic World, and the the main scene is when Owen and Claire find that brachiosaur or brontosaur, or whatever, and it's dying. So to me, and a big CG monster had come and eaten it. So to me, it was also making a statement about you know we're we're leaving behind the old school and it's the new new technology kind of taking over. So I thought that it was making a point for that. And then when the movie was over, I was like, that's it. I don't need to see another Jurassic Park movie. So when Fallen Kingdom came out, I was like, I don't, I don't need to see this. So watching this one, I don't know, we'll talk about it, but how did we come from, and that was one of the questions I posed on Twitter, right? It's like, the first movie's about experts that go to a dinosaur island, they try to escape. How do we get to this where there's a chase scene in Malta, you know, where there's, <laughs> there's spy stuff, like born supremacy stuff going on? Like, how did we, how did we come to this point? Just the whole movie I was watching go, what is this? Like, I don't recognize this, like, at all. And so, I, I don't know, just, it's so far from the original Jurassic Park that it just, it flummoxed me the whole time. Sorry, that was a long way, long-winded way of saying <laughs> that I, I don't like this movie, but <laughs> it's just, it's nonsense. This movie is nonsense. We'll talk a little more, more about it, but yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know, guys. It broke my brain. It's still making <laughs> All right. Uh, Dan, Angela, whoever wants to go first, what uh, what are your thoughts on this movie coming out of your latest viewing? Do you want to go first before I wipe my ass with it? It's, a, it's really up to you. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I want to go at all. <laughs> oh, no, you no, have to do no, this. No, no, no you have to. We need a positive opinion up. of this. Yes. You have to stand up for it. <laughs> we need some okay. light in the darkness yes. <laughs> i'm i'm gonna end up spoiling things because oh we it's okay that's what the show is that's what everybody we've we've the shit out of movies here <laughs> no fresh cuts yep okay so did i like the locust no <laughs> did that's i a good way did to i it. yeah fuck those bitches <laughs> did, oh jeez. did i did i like some of the some of the continuity errors as far as no, this dinosaur doesn't do this or doesn't look like this or, or, or no. Did I like it overall? Yeah. Would I recommend it? Yeah. Go watch it. At least once. Well, At yeah, least well, once. It was like, like yes. you're saying, it's like, you can like this movie. There's nothing wrong with it. <laughs> there, there's, there's parts that did I think it needed more dinosaurs? Hell yeah. That, that was my, that's my biggest issue other than the locust part is it needs more dinosaurs. It is a movie about dinosaurs, not about humans. Well, I just, if I was to give this movie a positive spin in any way, I think the dinosaurs look great. Like the animatronics oh, yeah. looked alive. Like I, I couldn't, yeah. it, it didn't look animatronic. And the way that they mixed the CG with the backgrounds or whatever, it was, it was amazing. Like it's like, yeah. this is great. It's like, 
comparing Toy Story 4 to the first Toy Story. There's obvious leaps in ev evolution technology. I just didn't engage yeah. with the story as much as I did old school-wise. So. Yeah, nothing, like nothing. There, there, there's definitely parts where I'd be like, eh, yeah, I'd leave that out. You know, <laughs> but I, like, I, I enjoyed the animatronic part of the dinosaurs. The close-ups were awesome. Yeah, the dinosaur does. They can't be faulted. I don't think the dinosaurs. No. Are perfect. But it needed more dinosaurs. It needed more of them. Yeah. Yeah. To distract yeah. us from the other shit. Yeah, more dinosaurs <laughs> and a plan for those dinosaurs. I think that was the. Uh, I mean, I don't want to take your turn, Dan, but like that—that that was the issue for me. It was just like. I feel like they had a lot of dinosaurs in this movie, but there was no plan for them. They were just thrown in there. It was just like, here you go, guys. Here's a bunch of dinosaurs. What are we doing with them? I don't know. Just eating well, random pedestrians. Whole, <laughs> yeah, the whole chase scene in Malta oh. with the two raptors. <laughs> we were pointing out like, yep, that one would be have a broken leg. That one would have a broken neck. It's our Terminator <laughs> tie-in, everybody. Terminator tie-in. These raptors are actually Terminators. Like, they're indestructible. Like, you can't kill them. Seriously. All right, Dan. But the final the final fight scene, awesome. Loved it. That was yeah. the best part. But go ahead. All right. So, as we'll I come said back before, that. this movie could have been two hours long. Tops. We watched the extended cut, by the way. Yeah. So we've seen oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's the one that's on Peacock. You asked that question, I didn't answer. That that's the version. Yeah, but when it was over, I was yeah. like, "That was three hours." <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was in two hours and thirty minutes, dude. Oh. Like we're we're watching this. I was like, "Okay, well, I'll get to that in a minute. I'll get to that in a minute." So two hours, maybe should be two hours no more. I think it should have been shorter than that, but two hours no more. Uh, I don't understand why the theatrical cut decided to make it. Well, I don't understand who decided to let's make this movie about dinosaurs and cut out scenes with dinosaurs. Like, that's why people come and watch this shit, right? Like, they want to see dinosaurs. Like, no, 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 less dinosaurs is better. Like, is it? No, let's just have a whiny fucking Steve Jobs analog. That's That'll to keep your movie going. That's great. Uh, anyway. Uh, locust. Don't forget the, the locust. locust. Yeah, the locust was the fucking worst plot point ever. Like I told, said last time, it should have been, you know, di something with, about the dinosaurs. That is the core of the movie. But no, you can't make dinosaurs into bad guys. You know, we can't do that shit no more. It should have been like they all got overrun with comp signathus and destroyed the environment. Whatever, make it that. Not fucking locust. That was stupid as shit. If you want to have a crop movie, call it like literally just remake the beginning of the end and have uh what's that dumbasses that did Godzilla in ninety-eight? Emmerich. Roland Emmerich. Emmerich. Roland Emmerich, thank you. Have those motherfuckers do it. And then they could just have a fire tornado locust thing and it would be great. Everybody watch it, and then it would suck. But anyway. The I didn't care about most of the characters. I like the uh, the original actors coming back into it. It's good to see them again. Uh, I don't think they had a lot of direction for the characters. I think the extended version of this movie did add a little bit more to it from the original cut for some of the characters. It did add some motivation, and it made me think, why wasn't this just the cut of the movie to begin with? Why was there a shorter version? Especially the whole beginning scene, which is like four minutes of dinosaur action. Like, well, we don't need this in the movie. Yeah. That was advertised? That, that was in the trailer. And it don't didn't show any of that? And it's good. Yeah, and uh, I don't know what else to say. I mean, too much. Where where did the theatrical cut begin? Because obviously, I haven't seen. It. Where did it Where did it start? I don't know what's different. Right it was good. Right after uh, the T Rex is being chased through the woods after it storms through the drive-in theater. It's yeah. like literally it's like, right, right after that. Yeah. 
was where it's like CNN I special living yes, with dinosaurs. Yeah. Oh my God. yeah. So it didn't have the drive-in sequence. No, it didn't no, have that. That or was the a prelude. prologue. It, went, it started. Yeah. It started released. right from the the news footage. Yes. That's where it starts. That's literally oh, that's where it starts. Cute. After you get the logo, it starts with that, and you're like, yeah. you uh, have what that am I scene in the trailer, and they take it out. Like I'm like I'm going the whole movie. I'm like, where is this scene at? Yep. Yep. Because we watched it in theater first. So, and then the fact that the dinosaurs are immortal, which is dumb as shit. I'm sorry, guys. I hate that so much in these movies. People can't shoot dinosaurs unless it's for a tranquilizer dart, and then they're a baby. Because apparently that's the only thing that's fucking shot in this movie. Uh, I just, I don't like it. I don't like how the dinosaurs were handled. I don't like how most of the movie was. However, I will say, on a second viewing, I did enjoy the movie a little bit more. But it did not change how I over, over my overall opinion of this film. Because you knew how the this, this stupid stuff was coming. I did. And I like their stuff. I was like, okay, they did these little scenes. Like, okay, I felt this maybe added more to the scene or added a little bit more to what happens later or just showed more dinosaurs. Like I said, we're there to watch. But it, it, in, the, in the end, it didn't add enough to make it good. It just felt like a rush product. And I blame Colin Trevorrow and then the writer they used. I mean, no offense, but I just don't think she was ready after what she did with Pacific Rim Uprising. That, that's another fucking movie franchise that she was a part of that died. So, yeah. I mean, it's not just her. I mean, there's a it's a big thing. I'm gonna but, I'm gonna yeah. blame the writers for Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom too because they set all this dumb stuff up. Yeah. Where it's like, where were we going with this? Why are we Why are we setting them free? The whole end why of are we, Jurassic World Fallen. Why are they being set free now? It's like, where do you go from there? They're just like me. But there's or, or no we, way dinosaurs and humans can coexist. No, it's not. I or, don't think that's ever possible. Like. I mean, I don't know. I'm not a scientist. I guess I can't make that determination, but it, it's what? they're both they're they're two large apex species like they really are. I mean, we have apex predators like humans, of course, are like an apex predator, but we can't that that kind of shit doesn't work very well. And not to mention dinosaurs being the way they are would destroy a lot of our current ecosystem. It would never work because a lot of them are the largest. Yeah. And it's, and it's not the big ones you'd have to worry about. It's the fucking compies because they, they're easy to hide. No, I'm serious because they're I easy. They they're they're easy to hide. I just or they can hide themselves. Scenes with them. Yeah, they're not as obvious, and they would. It's not that they would like suddenly. Oh, they're gonna wipe everything. No, they're gonna take those bottom links of the food chain out and fuck everything yeah. up. That's exactly what they're gonna do, and they should have been the problem. Like the fucking novel. Holy <laughs> shit! Like anyway, I'm not. The, I'm David. not the biggest like. Could have, would have, should have person, but couldn't they have made the compies, the locusts, and have exactly them that's, that's what I wanted. Yeah. Like, just do that's what they're doing. Make make the the big world ending threat about the dinosaurs. Movie. No way, not just dinosaurs are like a secondary character now. I'm gonna bring locusts. Uh, and then uh, what was the other thing I was gonna bitch about? Oh, the ending. I didn't like the ending. They they, they recycled the ending. I thought it was up. Why the fuck did they end up in a park again? Why? <laughs> I talked about this before. This is Jurassic World. We're gonna put it back in a park. Well, haven't haven't seen the, having not seen Fallen Kingdom. Did does it end this? They release the dinosaurs. Is it the same? So ending? Maisie releases the dinosaurs because the she is a clone. Ugh, so she's like, okay. they're like me. So I'm going to release them from this because they yeah. were the dinosaurs were being auctioned off. Yeah, to okay. different countries and then a whole well they do the same thing in this one again yeah pretty much with the multis okay all right yeah okay. it's it's <laughs> this but yeah like you said this franchise should have ended with jurassic world like the end of jurassic well, world and then that's yeah. it. what is what did the cloning of, of Maisie add to the mythos 
Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Because she's related to someone you never heard of until that movie. So her grandfather or her father, whatever he was, was a co-founder of Jurassic Park, yet you never heard about him until Fallen Kingdom. So like Sandman and Spider-Man 3, like, oh, he was also involved in killing yeah, Ben. Yeah, he Park. killed Uncle Ben. Spoiler alert, everybody. Oh. All right, whatever. <laughs> oh, really? I mean, if you've, not, if you've yeah. not heard about that yet, then that's your fault. Not I, I understand that sometimes happens in making a movie, especially later on. Like, oh, there's going to be these other characters. And I think during a movie, not everything would realistically be explained. Because you know people in real life, and you would, like, people you've known for years, and you'll still probably learn things about them. Right. For the entire time you know them. However, this is an instance where it just doesn't feel like it makes much sense. Well, don't they retcon the cloning thing by saying she's not really a clone? She was the daughter of this other person. Well, she, she just t- altered the DNA. Yeah, she what, what pretty much. That? She, it pretty much is like, oh, and life will find a way. That like that quote is literally how Maisie is created. Like she does exactly okay. what the dinosaurs do. They just. It's it's the same thing with blue, you know. And you're like, what the what is going on? Another <laughs> wasted idea. I think Dan though, for the first time in this entire show's history, is going to beat me in the swear department because boy, he is right. already. I can't even keep the tallies anymore in this episode. Well, and, and like I said, legitimately watching this again, I was like, I don't hate this movie as much as I did the first time because I even said we even talked about it when I was talking to my buddies. I was like, I need to watch it again. Even during the video, I said I need to watch it again to make a fair assessment. And I will say, sorry, spoilers, jump ahead, whatever. This is still my least favorite Jurassic film. Okay. Watch it. See, I'm flummoxed. I don't know what to... Again, (laughs) watching the movie, my wife, I I didn't want to make her... Because she wanted to watch it. I didn't want to make her feel guilty for me. So I was quiet for the whole movie, right? I was about But about halfway halfway through, she turned to me and she's like, are you liking this? And I was like, I have no idea what the hell is going on. Like, I don't know what this is. And then she was like, oh, good, because I have no idea what's happening. So the rest of the movie, we MST3K'd it. Like, we just sat, we just made fun of everything. Um, but And that was the only way to watch it. But when I tried to watch it again this time, I was like, I can't do this. Like, I can't I can't waste another three hours. Of my-. And I skipped through scenes. And I, Parker, again, I was telling you that. I was like, I couldn't do it. Like, I can't. I'm not going to sit through this I, whole thing again. It was it was tough for me, too. But I was like, you know what? I'll, I'll, you are like, you I, are devoted. I needed to watch the extended edition. I needed to see what yeah. they did differently. Yeah. I knew that they added the prologue back into it, and I wanted to see what they added to the movie. And to be honest, after watching it, they didn't add anything to it. Like it was just little stupid conversations between characters that didn't add to anything. Well, and I was well, like, why I is say, this in here? Yeah, I will say this. You Darren. guys done a go go for it. Sorry, Dan. Yeah. Oh no, no, I'm sorry. I was gonna say because you mentioned about like not saying anything. To your wife during the day. so this is if I you I don't think you've seen our our fresh cuts of this or or her yeah. or whatever so of, of uh, Jurassic World yeah, Jurassic World I watched yeah. it yeah I watched okay it, yeah. so you know like during the movie like literally packed I'm in a packed movie theater 100 <laughs> percent sold out the locust thing came up and I think I, my, I was like audibly like what the hell is this like <laughs> threw, the, threw over the whole like the whole theater like no I like, could not hear me I was like what the hell is this. Oh, yeah. I didn't sign on so, to this. So I had I had one child to the left of me, and I had two kids. No, he was. I had one to the right of me, and then he was next to him. My oldest was on the other side of him, and all of a sudden I hear, "What the heck?" And <laughs> it was me. <laughs> it, it was, was you. This? It was you, and then it was Victor, and he's like, 
I was like, are we watching? Like, once the locust came, I was like, this is a different movie. This this has to be a spoof. Exactly. (laughs) What am I watching? And they come up and I'm like, I didn't say anything, but I was like, okay. Yeah, yeah. There's a couple times that happened to me. But go ahead, Darren. You were going to say Well, sorry to do so many tangents, but my experience with that, Dan, is watching Revenge of the Sith at a midnight showing. And I think (laughs) at least 20 times I was like, what the hell? Like, out loud, (laughs) what is and by the end, when you have the whole, no, and I was like, that's the birth of Darth Vader. I said that out loud. <laughs> I think by that point, we had so many people in the theater, they turned around and they were just death glaring. And I was like, sorry, guys, this sucks. <laughs> like, I am never watching a midnight movie. Sleep is too important for something like this. But yeah, it's like, so MST3King the movie, that was the only way. That's usually us. <laughs> yeah, to be able to finish this movie. I just... Again, we haven't even started really going. <laughs> we, have not. we haven't started. <laughs> to so everyone who's like, can... <laughs> on Twitter, people are just like, you know, shorter episodes are better. You know, longer episodes, it's like, guess what, everybody? This one's going to be a long one, so strap in. <laughs> At an hour and 31 minutes, like, you could, you could time code it. Hour and 31 minutes is when they start getting into the plot. You can do that. So, again, I, we, we'll get to the stuff. I just, I, I don't know. Yeah, let's just... <laughs> I reserve opinion until we get. I'm again. I'm just. Oh my gosh. I'm seething. I'm getting up there. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> this is okay. This is. This, I'm already having no. a blast. We're already a half hour in. And this has been hey. so much fun. <laughs> we'll just no. do this all night. That's fine. I've yeah, got nothing just, to do. <laughs> that's literally what this show is all about. There's no order. <laughs> There's no order. No, there was a lot of me over analyzing certain scenes. Yeah, we like, like, like. He would make mention of something. I was like, well, I was kind of giving him benefit of the doubt. I was like, yeah. maybe. And then I'm like, that sounds stupid. It's okay if you like it. There's nothing really wrong with that. That yeah. That's me. I like, a lot of people I'm like overboard like movie, so. on like, well, maybe they did it for this reason or. Well, you know, I mean, look at the dumb shit that I like. I, so, I mean, what the fuck do I know about movies? Everybody likes dumb shit. There's nothing wrong with like, it's Always. just, there's, the there's a threshold. Dude, I the like, I like Godzilla 98. Movie. I'm one of those. It's guys. not a bad I movie. Like, it's not I a bad like movie. Godzilla '98. It's not a good movie, but it's it's a lot of fun. It's a lot more fun than this. I'm just. Here I for saw you. that movie. I saw Godzilla in Brooklyn with a That's with. Have you ever? If you've awesome. ever been with the New York crowd, they loved every. When I walked out of Godzilla '98, I thought I'd seen the best movie I'd ever seen because everybody <laughs> just cheered when Godzilla's running through the Brooklyn Bridge. Everybody was mm, loving it, so and then when you watch it on video without that crowd, you're like, "What is this?" <laughs> well, that, that was me, though. I didn't get to see it in theaters. I, I watched it on a VHS at my grandmother's house at least like four times a weekend. Like I was obsessed with because it was like, "Oh, it's more," you know, he's not technically a dinosaur, but like. It's yeah. More dinosaur stuff in Jurassic Jurassic Park. More Jurassic Park, yeah. Oh yeah, just give me more of that. And uh, you know, Roland Emmerich, I loved Independence Day, so it was just more yep. of him blowing yep. shit up. <laughs> well, how much how much money did Dominion make? If we well, just to get back on track. So to go, <laughs> so before before I go into that, so I want to explain to everybody why we're finally covering this movie. So we <laughs> back when we started when we when uh, we changed our name to dissect that film. The Jurassic series was the first series we ever covered. And uh, as everybody is, when everybody listens to this, tomorrow is my birthday. Not not when we're recording this, but when you guys are listening to this, tomorrow is my birthday, which is the one year anniversary of our Jurassic Park 3 video, which is our yeah. most viewed video on our YouTube channel. So I said, why awesome. not talk about the, the third movie in the Jurassic World trilogy, you know, one year later? The perfect, perfect time to do it. 
So that's why we're we're here talking about Jurassic World Dominion now and not never. Uh, we also need to finish <laughs> this franchise. <laughs> yes, please. Please, yeah. But, I mean, listen, I don't want to go too deep into it because, like, if you really want to hear our thoughts, go go listen to our Fresh Cuts uh, on our channel. But just to quick things, like, I this movie's just, it doesn't know what it wants to be. Like, it, it doesn't know if it, like, like you said, Darren, it, it doesn't know if it wants to be, like, an action movie, a spy thriller, a, a movie about dying. Like, what are we doing here? Like, there's just no order. And then they're like, oh, guess what, everybody? Nostalgia dump. Here's the three original cast members. You're like, I'm like, okay, this is really cool. But then they're like, they're going to do the dumbest shit possible. And you're like, oh, come on. They got to be the ones to play with the dumb bugs. What are we yep. doing here, man? Yep. How bad is it that this movie, again, I, I think I haven't listened to your whole Top Gun Maverick episode, but how bad is it that this movie came out after Top Gun Maverick, which takes all that nostalgia stuff and makes it meaningful and makes it so it's yeah. not just Leonardo DiCaprio pointing at the screen. Like every scene, every time in Top Gun Maverick, you see something that happens. Like the thing I like to point out is when they're playing the, the crash football or whatever. In the original Top Gun, there's no narrative purpose for that at all. There's no purpose. It's just there to see sweaty bodies and enjoy that, right? Yeah. When this when it happens in Top Gun Maverick, yeah, that's there. But then the John Hand character, Hand character comes in and says, "What is this?" And Maverick goes, "You wanted a team. This is the team." And so they've given it meaning and made it right. not just an empty nostalgia dump. It means something for the narrative, and the whole movie does that, and that's why it works so well. How embarrassing is that this movie came out after that, and it does the exact opposite of everything Maverick does right. Every stupid, the Barbasol cam that you guys talked about in your, your fresh cuts, oh. I was like, what? why is this a thing? Why do people think this is a thing? Like, why is this yeah, part of the so, mythos? How did he find right? that? I'm sorry, I didn't mean I to think, <laughs> I think they're going to cover it in that camp crustaceous. They did, stuff but it's guys. stupid. Yeah. It's still yeah, stupid. stupid. It's just there. It, it overrode. Why is it a thing? Uh, I don't understand. <laughs> why is Wu a thing? Why is Dodson a thing? Why are all these characters who are so meaningless uh, in the first? Why are they back? I don't understand. And why is Dodson oh, the worst character? This he's shit. shit. He is a whiny toddler. He is, dude. He's not even. He's like he. he he's awkward as fuck. He I doesn't even know what he's doing half I the don't time. Like he's just nope. I hate him. As, he's a shit. His whole, his whole <laughs> chair. A slap, a slap fight. Well, slap fight with a chair. I've got, I've got thoughts on Dodson, but we'll get to that. We've, we've got to start talking about the plot. <laughs> Dodson, yeah. Dodson, yeah. we got Dodson here. Nobody cares. My heart still goes well to Woo because I like. I, I actually did kind of like Woo's redemption arc. Like they tried to do something with he him. I'm not saying it was redeemed. good, but they tried. He to caused do something. everything. He is literally the reason yep. everything happens. It is his I fault. Know. He cannot be redeemed because guess what? A lot of humans are going to get killed by dinosaurs that are in the world. Yep. Because humans and dinosaurs yeah. can't coexist. He is like, also the, guys, what like, yeah. <laughs> but guys, the predators are still on that compound. I don't care. We're like, these are dinosaurs. Oh, I'm it's nice. But he's like, he's like the 20th character in this movie with an arc. Why do 20 people need an arc? I don't understand. Can't you just be there? Yeah, seriously. Be there and be square. And BD Wong, bless him, he tries, like, his whole performance is so, like, he's, like, he's, he's uh, 
what is it like he's depressed or he's mellow and he's you can just tell yeah. that he's defeated so at least he tried to do something but it's like again it's like i don't need another arc in this yeah <laughs> not to bring this up again about characters that don't have arcs that don't need arcs you know a character didn't have an arc but was really awesome in the movie they were in bob from top gun maverick <laughs> he didn't have an arc he was just there and he was fucking awesome and that was he it was. that's all he had to do and then, and, and then you look it up job. and you find out he's bill pullman's son you're like that's even better. He's even cooler. Exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. Baby on board? No. Boss on board. That's what bothers. <laughs> Fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Jurassic World Dominion came out June 10th, 2022, directed by Colin Trevorrow, coming back after directing the first Jurassic World, and then uh, he was supposed to direct Rise of Skywalker, or whatever the hell it was going to be called when he was going to do the film, but he got fired for creative differences, and so they kind of did the same thing they did with this franchise, and they brought back the director from the first movie to finish off the trilogy that was just a mess, and that's why I really, I feel like Dominion and Rise of Skywalker are just so similar. They're just they were set up really terribly. And then the director went, I, 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 okay, here we go. And he just vomits out a script. So uh, the movie was written by Emily Carmichael, who is the one who also wrote uh, Pacific Rim uprising wrote, wrote, wrote. Uh, it was also, it was also written by Derek Connolly, who is a common contributor to Colin Trevorrow's stuff. I guess he was the first one to write a script for rise of Skywalker because Trevorrow was part of it. And then when Trevorrow got followed or fired, he followed suit and then they uh, decided let's go ruin another franchise. Frank Marshall, he's back producing this movie, just collecting a paycheck being here. Cause he's been here <laughs> since the very beginning. Never knew until I looked it up today that he is married to Kathleen Kennedy. Never knew that. All right. Mm, I don't think right. she, and she, but she's not involved in the Jurassic series anymore because she's too busy doing Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> we have uh, uh, another character who's pretty much the Terminator, uh, Chris Pratt, back again. Yeah. Literally, this man can't, like, the amount of times this man should have died in this trilogy is insane. And yep. he came out scot free. He's just, he's good. Jesus. Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, who probably is my favorite character of this trilogy. I just love Bryce Dallas Howard. So I guess I'm a little biased. Uh, our original movie. Really? I, don't, I thought yeah, she was I fine. Just, I mean, to be honest, there's really no strong characters in this movie. There's not one character. Where I was like, man, they're doing great. You got Jeff Goldblum just being Jeff Goldblum. There's he's one. not even being Ian Malcolm anymore. No, he's being Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> uh, there's one, one good character. MVP. The Therizinosaurus. Yes. MVP will, of this fucking I will movie. agree. <laughs> Swatting those deers out of the way. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Fuck those deers. I'll have to say, Laura Dern, I think out of the uh, original cast, she was the strongest one. I think she mm -hmm. she did the best of, of what she got for the script. I think Sam Neill, he tried uh, in certain scenes and then he looked half asleep in most others. And I love Sam Neill because, you know, I yeah. love Dr. Yeah. Grant and yep. I mean, he's great in a lot of other movies he's been in, but like he just, it was, there was see, like the scene when Laura Dern goes to get him to have him come help her. He just kind of just moping around. I get the situation he's in, but he's just moping around the whole time. Just <sighs> when do I get my chance? I don't, I don't think that the three, returning stars embarrass themselves. I think they've got enough gravitas that it worked for them. I just, at the end of the movie, I was like, they just signed on for this for the paycheck. Right. I think 
do you, this movie feels like two different movies. It feels like you got the OG cast that's got the, the the locust thing, and then it's got the new cast that's doing the dinosaur thing, and it tries to combine the. Laura Dern is so good because it's that whatever movie she's in, it's her movie. She's the one oh, that's yeah. controlling that plot, yeah. right? So yeah, I would have. And then Goldblum's great. I always like when it's a lucid Goldblum <laughs> instead yeah. of the whacked out. Gold, so it's like, oh yeah, that guy's in there. He's he is a he, he's not just a loon, right? Yeah, and he has a lot of the funny lines. I but it. You know, when you see the locust on fire, and he's like, well, that's bananas. I laughed at that. Like, <laughs> I wrote that down it's, in my notes, that line. <laughs> it's got nothing to do with anything, though. It's just no. Goldblum being funny. Like, that's what yeah. you know. Yeah. It, it, yeah, because like when you watch the original Jurassic Park, that I feel Jeff Goldblum has changed so much over the years where I feel Jeff Goldblum is just playing Jeff Goldblum in movies. Or back when <laughs> he was in Jurassic Park or like earlier than that, like we did, we covered The Fly and just his early work, like he's playing a character, like he's playing that mm-hmm. character in those movies where this, I love Jeff Goldblum. I'm not going to, I don't want to talk shit about Jeff Goldblum, but like he is playing Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. He, he doesn't feel like Ian Malcolm. Cause like, even when you watch the lost world, he is Ian Malcolm. Like he is, yeah. he is a, he is playing the character of Ian Malcolm. He does not feel like the same person that you watch in this movie. And I understand it's 25 years later and things have happened and he's got five kids, I guess. <laughs> What? How many does he Gotta have? Those yeah. Bills. Yeah. How many does he have with Sarah? Yeah. Sarah Harding. <laughs> well, he mentions in the first one about loving kids and all that shit. So I yeah. think didn't he talk about having multiple kids in the first one? Probably. Yeah, he already had multiple. Kids. Yeah. yeah. So we have Dewanda Wise who plays the pilot. What was her name? Mika- was it Kayla? It was Kayla. Kayla. Yeah. I, 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 like I enjoyed her. her. I think she was a. She's little, great. Yeah, I, th- she's I think great. she's one of the stronger characters. Uh, oh, I gotta clear. But again, she mind. has an arc. She has an arc. She loses her plane, and then at the end, I said out loud, "Oh, thank goodness she got another plane." I was like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, <laughs> that really brought the story around." Oh my gosh! But again, she was. There's nothing wrong with her. I think she tried to add stuff to her performance. She works. She's great. But yeah, again, the characters just. <laughs> Yeah, I, I agree. As far as a character in a movie, I, th- I thought she was fine. She wasn't like offensive or anything, and she did her role to do. She did her part. I mean, but it's more of a shrug off kind of thing. It's just yeah. there's yeah. doesn't really add much to it. Yeah. No, no, absolutely. We have uh, Ma Mamadou Ache who played what was his character's name? Ramsey. Ramsey. Oh, I thought he was. I thought he was good. Yeah, he was fine. Yeah. Uh, B.D. Wong's back, of course, as Doctor Wu. <laughs> And he was there being sad. And now Omar Sy back from the uh, first Jurassic World yeah. as that guy. In my notes, he's just Omar Sy because I for- completely forgot his character's Barry. name. Barry. Barry. Listen. There we go. Hey, hey, guys, and guess what? If you remember him from Jurassic World, he still doesn't know how to shoot a fucking dinosaur. And he gets in the same exact. Okay, we'll get to that when we get to the, <laughs> the plot. But it made me so mad when I saw it. I was like, I've yep. already seen the scene. Why are we doing this again? <laughs> Music done by Michael Giacchino, and that man does like forty-five scores a year. But uh, it this was check. this it, it, it didn't hit me. I didn't like the way they used the theme in this movie. It's yeah, whatever. It just was well, I like I like that they kept the the Jurassic World theme for those characters. Then they had the Jurassic Park theme for those characters. I like that he did that, so it didn't intertwine. But just everything else, yeah. it was kind of yeah. it's just forgettable. Whatever. <laughs> 165 estimated 165 million dollar budget and it made just under a billion dollars 997.8 million dollars so 
as of right now, though, it is the lowest grossing Jurassic World movie because all the other two made over a billion. Oof. Okay. That happens. Don't worry, they'll re-release it in theaters like they're doing with every freaking movie. Like, guess what's coming out on Friday or today, technically, <laughs> when you're listening to this? Avatar is back after mm-hmm. a long time. Because there's nothing <laughs> in the fucking theaters. There's nothing. That movie made oh. enough money originally. Why do we need to put it back in the theaters so that people can watch it and go, wow, this movie really wasn't as good? Well, it's as literally not said it. back in the day. I don't know. It's, uh, it's literally, like I mentioned, there's nothing in the theaters. Like, theaters right now are tanking so bad. I'm pretty sure Regal just, if I remember correctly, filed for bankruptcy. Like, the theater industry is doing horrible right now. It's because well, Avatar, nothing. Yeah, Avatar also has that reputation of it was the, how much it made however many billion dollars and nobody talks about it. So, another reason to release that is people forgot that Avatar exists. Yeah. So, when a second one comes out, they're like, what? So, you want to yeah. try to, I think you want to try to build up yeah. word of mouth for that but yeah it's it's the same thing it's like uh, back well, again for the 85th time yeah. well for well of course because for like well i experienced a little differently because the company i work for is the owner of the company also owns movie theaters and this is of course a very small like sample size but like we have talked about this and there's nothing like my like he was talking i was like hey how'd your movies do this week i was like oh dude we had like seven people seven all day for the entire fucking theater there's no movies, not until like what October, and also, maybe it's it's been like a two month drought. Yeah. And a lot of the movies that are coming out right now, especially like for instance, like I'm going to see Barbarian tomorrow. Yeah, uh, and I can guarantee there's not going to be many people in the theater because it's well, only no, it, it's only for like uh, I'm trying to think like the the uh, the MCU and movies like Jurassic, like the Jurassic world franchise, because it's such an established franchise and stuff like that. That is what or that's what draws people into the theater. Yeah. Stuff like the original stories, they're not doing it anymore. And it's sad. It's sad. it sucks. I know. I hate that. Cause it is those big blockbusters and there's just none right now. Well, fucking Warner brothers is like belly up right now too. I don't know. Anyway, not to go off on a tangent. Well, that's the same thing when I was addicted to movies in the 90s. Like, where is it? Like, I would go and see anything and fall in love with new things. It wasn't just IP stuff. Like, how, where is that gone to go and experience things that, or walk into a movie that you have no idea what it's about, like Barbarian or something like that? Like, yeah. why, how that has not, bec- is not the norm anymore is, is I don't know. It's just, I know we're so missing. placated on nostalgia. No offense. Yeah. No, 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 we are. That's the whole point of our podcast, right? Yeah, yeah. like nostalgia and pre-existing franchises. And like, I'm a, I am don't know anything about Barbarian, but I just really hope it's just about a bunch of people that go to a place and like a D&D campaign just goes wrong. Because it does not look like it's about Barbarians. I was I like... I don't think that's what it's about, but uh, I'll let you know after I see <laughs> it. Please, please. But uh, a lot I was of people like- are with, at this point in time, with, you know, the pandemic and everything, they want to make sure that they're you know, their money is going to be well spent. They don't want to go it's into something. Because yeah, they sure as fuck ain't working. Well, they don't want to go <laughs> to, into something new and it not be worth it. Like, they want to make sure that what they're spending their money on is going to be something that they're going to enjoy. And I know, well, like with me, I don't want to spend my money on something that I'm going to regret afterwards. Not saying that that's the case I'm for everybody. Yeah, but I'm interested in new stuff. I'd rather see some more original stories because everything is sequels but, and yeah, remakes. Like, and... I want to go into a movie and enjoy it. I don't want to be sitting there like, gosh, why did I spend my money on this? Stay away from three-hour movies, people. Yeah. 
Well, I just wish that Top Gun Maverick would be the accept would be the rule. Like, if you're going to do IP stuff, why can't you make it that good? You know, why why yeah don't don't do the empty stuff that's only going to last in theaters for three months or two months or one month. I don't know, however long Jurassic World Dominion lasts, but like make something like Top Gun Maverick that people want to go see and they'll go see it again and again and again because there's nothing else in theaters. Let's go see Top Gun Maverick again and people don't. They're like. Hell yeah, I'll go see that again. You know, why what's happened to those? How come we can't have more yeah. IP movies that are that that quality? I don't yeah. know. We'll stop, Parker, I promise. Oh, <laughs> we keep going to tangents. I'm, I'm just here. I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I already know this is gonna be a long one, so I ain't gonna stop anybody. What? <laughs> let's let's cliff notes and shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I, I did yeah. I did find a couple of cool facts about this uh this movie. Well, at least the couple of the actors from the movie. So Jeff Goldblum is the same age that Richard Attenborough was uh, in Jurassic Park. And then Sam Neill is the same age that Richard Attenborough was when they did Lost World. (laughs) That's interesting. Little little nice little thing there. So I guess uh, Joseph Mazzello and Ariana Richards, who played Lex and Tim in the original, they were supposed to have a cameo, but I guess it never happened which kind of makes me sad. I was like, well, not, well, you might as well just throw everybody back in here. Why not? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> because the whole thing, when they talk about the fence, when they're on the helicopter and he talks about how the fence, you know, do you know how much like uh, voltage was in those fences at Jurassic Park? And Sam Neill goes, yes. It's like, where's Timmy? He should have been the one who said, yeah, yeah I'm the one who endured it. No. Yeah. yeah. Who cares? This freaking movie. That, I'm not that was another to... Leonardo DiCaprio pointing moment. It was like that's what this movie was. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like, what? Well, okay, whatever. I'm not gonna go too much into uh, trivia on this one because we did do uh, some trivia on the fresh cut, and it's just I don't want to. <laughs> if you want to know <laughs> a lot of the behind the scenes about this movie, go on IMDb, go on anything, and there actually, if you watch it on Peacock, they do have some uh, behind the scenes stuff. Uh, as extras when you watch it so i i watched a few of those it's nice that ilm of course is back doing the 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 visual effects on this uh they also did a lot of the uh, practical stuff as well so that was pretty cool hey what's going on everybody um just wanted to clear up ilm didn't do the practical effects john nolan uh, he was the creature design supervisor on the film i don't know exactly what company he works for i don't know if it was uh, stan winston studio or what it was but john nolan is the one behind all the practical effects not ilm ilm doesn't really do practical anymore i really think they haven't done it since the mid 90s so just wanted to clear that up for anyone who wants to yell at me in the comments all right back to the show yeah that's about that's about it for trivia you guys ready to break down this plot (laughs) let's rip this thing to shreds let's go (laughs) so the movie opens to the awesome prologue that should have been in it in the theatrical version where we get to see the this is definitely take it this is the cretaceous period or at least it's what we're supposed to believe even though i guess the t-rex and the giganotosaurus weren't actually in the same time period so whatever uh i don't if not they definitely didn't live together yeah but Uh, it's cool you get to see the t-rex with the the feathers or the the fur or whatever they have you know what it was supposed to look like you know Yes, or, sir. You know, Steven Spielberg ruined dinosaurs. I, well, that's yeah. kind of yeah, it's kind of like it public perception. Well, here's the with with this opening again. It's it's nice that it's in there, but 
if you guys have ever seen Walking with Dinosaurs, that BBC mm-hmm. series, yes, it's been are. done. Like, I watched it, and I was like, well, I've seen this. <laughs> like, this is Walking with Dinosaurs again. Yes. It, it, it was fine, but it wasn't impressive to me because, yeah, I get it. Oh, there's, there's fur or feathers or whatever on the Tyrannosaur, but it just looked like a big-budget version of Walking with Dinosaurs. I, I don't know. So it, Listen, it, it didn't impress me from the start. <laughs> the important thing is, is the Overaptor shows up. And that was great. And you see it again later. It was like, cool, Overaptor. Something. I don't know why they need to cut it out. <laughs> I mean, I'm not like a big Overaptor person. It was like, oh, cool. Different dinosaur that wasn't in the movie at all. Yeah. Yeah, so we see the the new big bad, which is the Giganotosaurus, which the Nothing. worst, like, <laughs> big bad dinosaur. They didn't even live together. the Jurassic films. Everybody, you know, yeah. we had the T-Rex, of course, in the first one. We had the two T-Rex in the second one. We had the Spinosaurus, which, you know, Jurassic Park 3 being as, you know, disliked as it is. And like, I, I enjoyed it. It's not a good movie, but it's enjoy- it's enjoyable to watch. The Spinosaurus mm-hmm. is awesome, even though it yep. looks nothing like what it actually looked like. in yeah, you know, back in the day, uh, the Spinosaurus was always a cool looking dinosaur. And he was imposing throughout the entire movie. And then, you know, but he, I think he lacked the personality of the Tyrannosaur. Even the Tyrannosaur in the first two dread has personality like crazy, just yeah. the way that it's this big, bumbling. You know, I'm surprised it doesn't fall over because its head is so big. You know, what I'm talking? so even those dinosaurs have character. I just think, like, and even the raptors in Jurassic Park 3, they don't have the same character as the raptors, they're just bland movie monsters. So even though they're imposing, they don't have the same kind of teeth, I guess you'd say. So that's the uh, oh, go ahead, sorry. No, no, that's it. That's that was my point. <laughs> I would say the Spinosaurus reminded me more of like, uh, like a slasher villain. Yeah. The, the Spinosaurus in the third movie, he just showed up. Like it's like you know a slasher. Like he's right there behind you. Like it's kind of that thing. Yeah, that's instead how, of just that's how like animals, like they are. They're animals in the first two Jurassic yeah. parks. That's just what they do. There's no rhyme or reason to them. So I, yeah, Spinosaurus is big and he's menacing, but. He's this Giganotosaurus, is that how you say it? Like, I think it's yeah. the worst villain since the Spinosaurus, because there's nothing going no. to it. I know. We yeah. say it different. Don't give me that. I looked it up. I know. As, as much as I don't, I wasn't a huge fan of the whole hybrid dinosaurs, you know, with the Indominus and the Indoraptor. They were definitely better villains than the, the, than the Giganotosaurus, because he was just there to fight the T-Rex. And that's, I think, what this whole prologue was, was the fact of, like, seeing these two dinosaurs fighting that long ago, showing that the Giganotosaurus was the big bad. And then, of course, you have to see the mosquito taking the blood from the T-Rex, which is supposed to be the blood, the actual blood they use to create the nostalgia T-Rex. Because why do they keep, like, I understand it's for nostalgia purposes, but, like, stop putting this T-Rex in. Stop it. Stop it. Well, adding so, that whole fight at the beginning is more of a Godzilla trope. Like in the Godzilla movies, he would always fight the big the enemy once, and he would lose, and then he would regroup and come back at the end. I just, I just thought of that as like a, a like a Godzilla reference. That that's kind of what they're setting up. Okay, which again makes no sense if you cut that scene out. Yeah, literally, <laughs> you're not wrong. You're not wrong at all. Um, but no, there's actually a reference I didn't catch. It may not even been in the original cut. To at the end of the movie, so remind me about the feathers on the T Rex at the end of the movie because they actually show up very, very briefly, and I did not realize that. Hey, don't pick at me for wanting them to say Giganotosaurus, no, like dinosaur training. I'm going to say Giganotosaurus, too. But. 
I say it how dinosaur trains. Hey, listen, dino, don't fuck with the conductor. He knows his stuff. All right. Wait, the giga, the giga, the giga was in Dinosaur Train. That's hilarious. Yeah, it was Lord Giganotosaurus. Come on, Lord I haven't watched Dinosaur Train in a while. Okay, my son, my the youngest is not watching stuff right now. Every dinosaur poops. Just crawling around, getting into everything. <laughs> Well, we'll obviously come back to it, but I think the Indominus Rex made a better villain because they set him up. Like in yes. the yeah. Spinosaurus yeah. and this one, they're just there. Like what I liked, there were some Spielberg touches. That I, I think Spielberg had final cut on Jurassic World, so that's why it's a lot better than this. Yep. But they don't, first of all, they don't show the Tyrannosaur until the end. They hint at it. So when they show it at the end, it's a great reveal because we were building to that. So that makes it a character. But the Indominus Rex, they keep it secret. They're like, oh, we mix some things. But they don't tell you up front what it is. Every now and then they'll give you a hint. Oh, no, it's pieces of this. Like, I like the part where they're, he's confronted by the raptors. And then Owen's like, they mixed it with breeds. They mixed it with the Velociraptor. And that all of a sudden, it, so it builds him as a threat instead of just this thing that's there. So by the end, when the Indominus is fighting the Tyrannosaur that's been built as a character, who's fighting Blue who's been built as a character, you are emotionally involved in that fight versus the fight at the end of this one, again, sorry to jump ahead, when there's no emotional connection because the Giganotosaurus, is, it's not built as a character. It's just a big monster to fight. And the what was the name of the one, uh, Dan and Angela, with the, with the big claws? What's that oh, one? The, oh, Therizinosaurus. Yeah, that one. There's no personality to that one either. It's just a big threat. And they're fighting. So there's just, there's no emotional weight to that ending. Whereas even Jurassic World built something. There's something ingrained in that where you're invested in that fight. Where when the, the, the giant dinosaur comes and chomps down on the Indominus, there's, it's a big rah-rah moment. Like the part where the Tyrannosaur, its eyes light up, I was like, give me a break. Because <laughs> I had well, no emotional connection to it. It's the second time well, it's, it's done it in the three movies. Exactly. And see, the thing is, is though, I'll, I'll, I think for this movie, I'll slightly disagree with you. Because I think the Spinosaurus had more of a presence in the third film. But the okay, no. Spinosaurus yeah. was always yeah. there. It was kind of always yeah. hunting him. It was roaring. You kind of yeah. knew his presence was there. Not as good as like the T-Rex or anything in the no. first two. Yeah. Like as far as this movie. But the, um, uh, the, then the, if it wasn't for the extra scene they added for this, the Giganotosaurus shows up three times in this movie and has does nothing. Same for the T-Rex. Three times, nothing. Like there's oh, no... Yeah. The, the, the dinosaurs were literally pushed to the back. That's why I like the Therizinosaurus so much in this movie, because when it shows up, it's kind of a cool reveal. I love how it's almost got that milky, blind, kind of cataracts look to its eyes, and it shows up, and it's like, hey, there's this, what, do we have a new predatory dinosaur? I'm like, no, it's not. It's just a hyper-territorial herbivore, like a hippo, where it's just, it's just kind of neat, where it's this thing that shows up and does its own thing, and he kind of has, it's a new character, and it may be why I like it so much. But then he kind of has this really big moment at the end of the movie. Like, oh, I don't know they're going to bring that back into it or just be like a one and done, like the fucking pyro raptor, the atrocia raptors. Yeah. Sure, why not? Yeah, you're right about the Spinosaurus. It was definitely more of a presence than whatever the hell this thing was. Yeah, it was just here. It's like, we need something else to fight the T-Rex. Like, okay, here you go. It sounded to me like they called it three different things. Like, when when we watched it the first time, I turned to my wife, like, I was like, what is its name? Because I think they've called it, like, three different things. Like, the pronunciation was... I didn't even know what its name was. That's the problem. That's a big problem. Yeah, yeah. See, I've always called it Giganotosaurus. Giganotosaurus. Even before Dinosaur Train, but they call it Giganotosaurus in this. And in... um, I looked up two two different pronunciations. One was a man that was actually saying, Google is wrong. If you look it up, Google is wrong. They call it Gigantinus or something like that. I'm like, what did you just say, Google? 
Listen, I know it's a dead language. Don't fuck around. Like, that is, that's definitely way different than what I've heard. Oof. But it was a it was a um a gentleman from the UK who was oh, pronouncing they it. Every, they say everything weird over there. Yeah, well, I know, right? <laughs> what do they know? They don't even call pudding right. He Come broke on. it. There's he broke it meat. down, <laughs> and I'm like, okay. But it, he says it how I say it, so. <laughs> I, I still have a problem with him saying Giganosaurus. That's fine. Just, that's just me. That's fair. So, so mosquito, where are we in the plot? <laughs> so the mosquito I'm bites. ruining things. Again. The mosquito bites, uh, you know, sucks the blood from the T-Rex, <laughs> and then, of course, it turns. We're still to, minute two into the movie. Yes, <laughs> turn to modern day where the T-Rex is storming through the woods, getting chased down by a helicopter. It uh, makes an appearance at a drive through a drive-through no a drive-in a movie drive-in drive in. and it uh yeah it's um just causing chaos i like the, i do like the shot of it roaring in front of the screen kind of yeah you know, the, that's the, film. the the image projecting off of it and you know you got the i was i, I wasn't pissed off at this point i wasn't you, got, off you know you got the people making out they can't hear anything you can hear a t-rex what the hell that's that's not realistic <laughs> nobody uses film in this day and age don't even start that shit with me <laughs> So after all that happens, we then get a voiceover from Lewis Dodson. He's back, everybody. The character you probably forgot about, unless you're a real diehard Jurassic Park fan, he's back. The CEO of Biosyn, which I guess was part of the, it was in the novel, right? Like, Lewis, yeah, yeah Lewis was th the, that was always the big, that was always the big, you know, antithesis to engine like was biosyn like that's always how it was and i hate that i cut him out of the first movie so much yeah that was another thing i bitched about in the movie i was like what the fuck <laughs> it took six it took five more movies to get to this you were pretty excited when you saw it though i know but it still should have taken five movies so he's talking about studying dinosaurs uh he's got a whole remote area in the mountains of italy where he wants to you know study dinosaurs to help you know change the world you know uh he says he says it later in the film or, you know, he's trying to cure, you know, help cure cancer and all these diseases by, you know, by studying dinosaurs. But really, he's just a generic bad guy. Evil scientist <laughs> twirls his mustache, which we later find out. We then get the worst. Well, actually, before that, we get the awesome Mosasaurus attack scene on a uh, crabfish uh, crab ship. Yeah, which was yeah, awesome. Cool. Well, we talked about it in the fresh cut, but this is an actual crab uh a fishing vessel from Deadliest Catch, the show from on Discovery Channel. This is one of the oh, yeah, shows, yeah. so I thought that was That's pretty cool. cool. But then we get the terrible voiceover, like news lady, where she's mm -hmm. talking about dinosaurs in the world, and you're like, "This is terrible." Like, what am I watching? Am I watching a documentary or am I watching a Jurassic movie? Because I don't feel like I'm watching a Jurassic movie with this just dumb. Like, I know dinosaurs are in the world. We watched the last movie. I don't need this voiceover. This this was so unnecessary, but, you know, it's 2022. We need all this type of stuff. Everything has to be explained. <sighs> Seems like those market supermarket tabloids, like, oh, no, two pterosaurs ruined my wedding. Like, <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we then... Cut to Claire, Zia, and Franklin. Guess what? Zia is only in this movie for about 15 seconds. Uh, so yeah. Zia and Franklin were characters in the prior Jurassic World movie. And right. Zia was actually a pretty cool character. And yeah, the fact she that was. she was in this, the fact that Franklin, who I didn't like in the last one, was in it longer, upset me. 
because Zia was a cooler character and she was in it for 15 seconds. So they're going to, at first, they're trying to just um, expose like a legal, I guess, dinosaur breeding. Yeah. And Claire decides instead she's going to take one of the Triceratop babies and get the hell out of there. Causes a Fast and the Furious type scene where they're outrunning everybody. It's like, get off my lawn! You know? Well, that's a callback to Sarah taking the baby Tyrannosaur. Like, you listen to Trevorrow, like he's saying, "Oh, I wanted this to be a celebration of all the movies," and I'm like, "Shut up, dude! No, like, just I don't need all this old stuff." Movies, stop. <laughs> yeah, I know. Need this. Stop oh. jamming this shit down our throat, dude. Stop taking dinosaurs. You know it was a dumb fucking idea. Yeah. Be yeah. realistic. We just we don't need all this like callback stuff. Like we watch these movies. We know what happens in these movies. Please stop like throwing in our faces. Like we never we don't know what's happening. Mm-hmm. So in our first rodeo. Yeah, after all that happens, Zia and Franklin are like, yeah, we're out. I We can't do this anymore, Claire. See you later. <laughs> and then they disappear. We don't want to be in this stupid piece of shit movie anymore. We're <laughs> well, out. Well, no, the, the exactly. actress who played Zia, she's like, I'm going to go be in Cowboy Bebop on Netflix. That'll get canceled. <laughs> That's better. Oh, man. And, and, and the actor who plays Franklin, like, he, I, to be honest, he was better in this movie than he was in the uh, the prior movie. Uh, but he went off to do other better things. Hopefully mm. we then get another terrible scene of Owen playing cowboy with some, <laughs> with some, uh, packies. These are pachycephalosaurus, right? Parasaurolophus. Okay. There we go. <coughs> down wrong. <laughs> it's he's okay. playing. He's that's yeah, prior. He's, you think it's prior tuck. Yeah. He's playing, uh, <laughs> he's playing rancher with these dinosaurs. And the fact that this man who probably weighs, what do you think? Two, 200 pounds at most is able to lasso this dinosaur that is clearly probably a ton and hold it down to then get enough strength to wrap it around a, a stump. And then he, of course, he's got to do the thing where he's got to, he's got to touch it. Like, can't oh. not touch. Can't not touch. <laughs> well, by by this point in the movie too, I was still kind of on board with it. I, there was a certain point where I gave up right here. <laughs> oh, I wasn't. I and it's the imagery. I like the evocative or maybe provocative imagery of no, evocative is the right word of the, the the horses trying to herd the dinosaurs. I like that as an image. I like the image of Owen reaching out to touch and calm the dinosaurs. I liked all. I thought that was interesting. Visually, these are interesting. And then obviously having the poachers come in or whatever, and then having that. That's we'll get to. That's weird. But anyway, so it has the poachers come in, and he's like, "Well, you know, I thought you were supposed to. You put up more of a fight." And he's like, "Well, I've got obligations now." I, I liked all of that. Uh, well, maybe not liked, but I wasn't pissed off by it yet. So, and uh, is I can still brush this kind of. We haven't got to the really dumb. Sorry, this whole notes, get, these are notes are how I feel. So yeah, please <laughs> yeah, step in if you yeah. if you don't agree. Yeah, you're this, still on board. At this this whole beginning sequence in where are they at Montana, Wyoming. I don't know. I'm yeah, assuming yeah, it's somewhere, somewhere around there. North northwestern big mountain because that's where it looks somewhere like. Snowy. Yes. It just just make this all a really good Red Dead Redemption Two mod, and we're set. It'll be a lot better. That'd be awesome. Like be like, whoa now, partner! You must not be rustling them scale backs in my part. I, I, I to be honest, I didn't like them riding the horse. Like I didn't like the whole them chasing the the dinosaurs down the horses, and not I didn't like like that whole imagery. It just it was jarring because it it was all green screen CG, and yeah. it just was. And, and like, of course, I. 
don't care about CG. Like, it, of course, it's a necessity in a lot yeah. of movies, especially something like this. But it just was super jarring to me. I, I don't know. It no, just hit me. again. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. There's no, going to be there. a point. There's going to be a point where I'm going to start getting pissed at this movie. But like, right <laughs> at this point, again, when I say like, when I say like it, I'm more of it. I didn't mind it. You know what I mean? It's like it's we're not to the point yet where I'm thinking this is a waste of my time. So we've, we've been in movies. We've been we've talked about movies like that. We where Parker's just got pissed off at them. Well, <laughs> he's like, I like this. Listen, and now talking about it, I hate it. This pisses me off. It just hit me. The scene with the with the dinosaur rustlers that show up and they're like they all have weapons. But why doesn't Grady? What the fuck is he doing, dude? Being where's out in the where's his T Rex graded rifle he had in jurassic world by the by the way he needs something heavier than that like don't give it 45 70 is a good round but like when he's out why wouldn't you have that on you like not guys he doesn't need it he's got his magic hand he doesn't <laughs> need the gun he's got it he's got it which i hate he doesn't, have shit, the click. he doesn't have the clicker though he's yeah. just got his I'm hand. Just gonna do that to anyone who's aggressive towards me just put my hand up maybe it'll calm him down grant and Maisie are able to wield that magic hand power at the oh my hell oh my god <laughs> No, no. I, I came to the conclusion that um, Ian Malcolm is, or not um, not Ian Malcolm, that Adam, Alan Grant is just, he's trying to figure out left from right. And yeah, his yeah. hand is like <laughs> this. She's all relaxed about it, and he's like, left, left, right? We're not, we're not the snacks you're looking for. <laughs> so the poachers come, and they're just more generic, terrible characters. They're just like, those are mine. We got our poaching hour from five to seven. You're like, what? <laughs> what are you even talking about? And yeah, he, you know, Owen gives up the dinosaur and the guy, one of the guys asks and he's like, well, I got obligations because he's a dad now. Yeah. And why would they hold on? And those other two people that were with him were actually from the State Department. Gaming. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're actually from the, the wild game of wildlife. Why the fuck would they just let those guys ride off with that? Like they would call that shit because in because they, like, they knew the poachers were going to shoot them regardless of who they were. Yeah, but after they, they started walking off, they afterwards. would call that shit in. Like, okay, these guys are illegally poaching; they're taking stuff. We should get some people down here and follow them. No, yeah. they're wa- they're fishing game. <laughs> so we then meet. We then meet back up with Maisie. It's forty years later, so she's you know she's a little older, and she hears blue in the woods. She hears a raptor, and when you hear a raptor, what uh, what do you usually do? You would run you into hang the woods, out. right? Yeah, you, you go, go after oh, it. blue, ah, and you run into yeah. the woods, yeah. It's a fuzzy wolf dog, and you're going to go. Is that a bear? I'm going to m- go make friends with it. Yeah, you're a that? white girl, and you need to go pet it. It's. I got roast beef. It's delicious. <laughs> uh, she she takes her bike. She rides into town. She's not supposed to go past the bridge, but she does, and she goes into a lumber yard where there is an apotis. Is this an apotosaurus, or is this a brachiosaurus? A patasaurus. Okay, so it's an apatosaurus. It's wandering through, lost clearly, and she whispers to one of the guys, I guess, how to move it, because they get the flare, and then the apatosaurus falls it Why out. Why does that work? I guess every dinosaur is attracted to flares. Every single one. But why did it need to be cut out? Like, she was whispering to him under the music that was playing. Yeah, like, yo, bitch, get a flare. <laughs> Like, just leave it in. Yeah. No, like, and then that other one gets up, like, oh shit. <laughs> it's covered in Bob's snow. Leaving. I'm like, oh, okay. All right. As fast as it's, it can trundle. So it was the female that was, that was, you know, yelling 
at them. I and guess. It was the male that got up. I mean, it's a cool scene. It's supposed to be like, oh, look how magnificent Again, these animals I'm are. I'm still on board. I'm still on board. I don't like, he's like, hey, I like, this was a good part. Well, well admittedly, I, this scene, like outside of, I, I don't understand. It's supposed to be like, wow, here's dinosaurs interacting with the human world and it's snowing. And it, it, I think it's a well shot scene. Like, it, like visually, be, it looks nice. They would be sleepier in colder environments. Colder environment. No dinosaurs live in cold environments. But they and would still also, be sleeping more. Yeah. It's also her, a little bit of her dad in her. It's a little bit of Owen in her. He's able to corral them out of the place. I'm sure that he would have taught her some stuff. So, right. oh, yeah, again, you, I can write that stuff off. It's all, it's all right so far. I, again, I think they're building this something. He's thinking into it like I would think into it. Yeah. It's again. It's not. We're not to the point yet where I, I gave up. So we're. I'm still riding that like, train. Fuck this movie. Done. I, 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 Flip the I, table. I don't know. I think I just went into it with a negative mindset and just threw out the. Whole oh, thing. I did. I was just like, oh god. When this is th- almost three hours long, please. I think my <laughs> I attitude like was so negative <laughs> that I went into it and it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. So it didn't. Again, I don't. I don't know. Too much your expectations were way down. Mine were relatively high, and I was so, I was quite disappointed. So. There was an added scene, uh, the scene where she's picking up stuff at the little variety store. That wasn't in the no, cut, but that. it was added in for I whatever reason. I don't care. Like, I, I, yes, I don't care. But I was like, I don't remember seeing that. Nope, because it wasn't there. Maisie goes back home, and of course, she uh, Claire gets home, and Claire asks where she's been, and you know she gets all defensive because I guess Claire and Owen won't allow her to go anywhere because people are looking for her because she's a clone and she doesn't belong to them, and I guess she's worth a lot of money, but she's trapped, so she's angry. She doesn't like him. You know, it's that typical teenager attitude of, you know, you don't let me do anything, mom. And you just storm into your room. And then they don't, they're like, I, I don't know. I shouldn't judge people for how they do, but like nobody knows how to like, nobody knows how to like whoop their kid's ass. Be like, blessed you. And it was like, oh, oh, fine, you go in your room. You're not I'll talk cool, to you mom. <laughs> this is this. So are we? We're to the scene where Claire is trying to have the heart to heart with with Maisie, right? There, she's mm-hmm. trying to have I, that. Are we there? I think that's. It might be. I to be honest, it was a couple times I no, feel no. they had a conversation. No, because they do yeah. have a conversation before Owen shows up. Yeah. So yeah. this is the there's there's a a guy on Twitter named Sad Hill Devin who's, who's, who's if you're not following him, he's a fun follow because he he deep dives into a lot of these movies that are that are kind of a, a different take on him. But he analyzed the scene and the editing. This is the first time something's wrong with the editing in this movie because there's and again this is nitpicking. There's a part where where Claire is talking to Maisie. Uh, is, is that her name? Yeah, Maisie Lockwood. Yeah. And Maisie gets mad, and she walks and crosses frame, and you see her approach a wall. And then when you cut back, apparently she'd walked into a different room, and you didn't realize it. Because Claire comes to a door frame, and it's like, what's the choreography of this scene? I don't understand the layout of the cabin. Like, again, it, it's just strange. It, it, watching it, like, lip, clips and pieces this time, I was like, the editing is odd. Like there's And there's some stuff that happens later. But, again, she crosses... And approaches a wall, and when it cuts back to Claire, she's outside in a different room. And I was like, "What's?" So I guess there's a it's it's confusing. Yeah, it's just the just weird editing choices throughout this whole. I guess thing. I was half asleep because I just didn't care. 
I didn't. Yeah. I didn't like, <laughs> it's it's probably not something you'd notice. Like in the right. first Jurassic Park, when when uh, Grant goes into to the trailer to see Hammond for the first time, he opens the door from the right, but when he yes. comes in, he enters from the left. Yes, I, and, I, and we'll, I we'll, did notice that. Yeah, and we'll talk about why, to me, that doesn't matter. We'll, we'll get to that during the Malta scene, which is when I really want to die. That's where I started hating the movie, I think. But... <laughs> It's just one of those things that you don't really notice unless you've, you've seen the movie a couple times or somebody points it out to you and then you're like, oh, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. That's weird. Yeah. So, Well, it's either that it's that scene that you're talking about or it's the other one where she um, is following Grady into the woods. Is there a, where, is there a continuity where, error there? Well, because she goes through the door and then she's outside in the next, like, as she turn as um Claire turns and I'm like, well, how did she get out so fast? Yeah. Oh, when she meets up with yeah. Owen? Yeah, when she follows him after him? they after they see blue. And oh, she's like oh, he's okay. like her nest is close by or whatever. Right, right, right. Yeah. Because she gets yeah. outside super fast and I'm like, how did she get through two doors and outside? Again, it's probably going to be something that not a people, not a lot of people notice. But there, throughout this whole movie, there are weird cuts that threw me off. That my brain was like, I couldn't process what just happened. I was like, hold on, how did they get there? So that happens quite a bit. So Owen comes home, and they have a cool secret handshake, and then she gets mad at him and storms back into the house again. And while all this is happening, Blue is kind of spying on them. And then she goes back to an abandoned bus where uh, her baby hatched. We get to meet Beta, who is literally mm-hmm. identical to Blue. And she teach it, she brings uh, the baby out to teach it how to hunt. And like I like this scene. I, I, as much as I've always been very critical of the raptors in the world trilogy, I've just not been a huge fan of them. Like I just feel like they're not scary. And I understand no, they're, not. they're not really supposed to be because of what Owen has done with them. But oh man, those raptors in at least Jurassic Park and Lost World, they're, they're, like those are scary raptors. Blue mm-hmm. just never was scary to me. No. Well, I liked in Jurassic World how it was a different, like you tra- that's different. We hadn't seen that before. Right. But to have two more movies after it, it lessens that impact. Yeah. So yeah. So now they're not a threat. I did like how you see them in their environment. You see Blue training beta, or, or you know, raising Beta. There's no dumb dialogue or dumb characters explaining what's happening. It's yeah. just a visually telling us what's happening. Just a nice little moment. Again, there are all these little moments that are peppered in that I was like, this maybe this won't be too bad. Yeah. Yeah. So. So we get an added scene, which at least I don't remember this from the theatrical cut. It wasn't. The hunters, a father and son hunter, uh, they're shooting at Beta, and then Blue in slow motion attacks them. And I'm like, <laughs> why was this in here? This is awful. Why do we need that? No, why no. Did it need to be slow motion though. It's like she's just she's like, like <laughs> towards what the screen. This? I'm like, what is happening? They're I don't. So I don't scary. agree. <laughs> I don't agree with the full. I don't agree with slow motion. But I think it's important to establish, which this movie is not done. Movies, these, all these movies have been very bad at this for the most part. Is uh, that they're dangerous? They're dangerous animals. At the end of the day, these are dangerous animals, and they will fuck you up. Like, and that's exactly what she did. And like I said, it may not have been like wonderful. And I can understand. Like, I see why they cut it out. I don't agree with it. They should have left it in. 
But, but I mean, ultimately, all the blue stuff's kind of pointless at the end of the movie anyway. But yeah, because uh, she's not in the majority of this yeah. movie because yeah. she's just left behind. It's like, I'm going to go get your baby. And then it's like, all right, blue, we'll see you for 13 seconds at the end. That's that's what well, I was telling Angel. I was like, I remember seeing I was actually kind of surprised they put that in. Yeah. But it's redundant. It's it's telling you the same thing that you already, you know, they're dangerous animals. I know this. Yeah. Me. Like, I don't know if you. Well, like with the whole Indominus thing where, you know, it's their alpha. I fucking hate that suit. <laughs> but no, but what I'm saying, they you know that they are dangerous. Well, yeah, but like the whole last movie was like the one time Blue didn't have plot armor on and forgot to turn <laughs> invincibility cheat and got shot in the stomach one fucking time and she's she's dying. Oh god, that was Fallen Kingdom, which you didn't see. Uh, no, I don't but, need um, to. No, you don't. Need to. <laughs> um, but. The point is, is the fact that that was the second movie that, like, when did the Raptors do anything outside of the Indoraptor? Like, when did the Raptor do anything in those movies outside of get shot and rehabilitated? Well, and like, they, it's like they, the, they tried the, the, to attack, and Owen was training them. Well, yeah, but like, the, like the they, they made them into like buddies. Like, they're almost like little like dogs. It's literally how they are. That's how they're. That's how they treat them. Yeah. So they don't. They don't treat them like because a scary entity. They the are in the first two films. Flicker thing and the treats with the meat and e- even the third movie, they're more imposing. When they kill Mister Udeski, he's not a mercenary. He's just the guy that knows people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's it. Oh, well, you boy. talking about the Raptors? I kind of equate that with like the. This is gonna sound weird with the Cars movies. Like the first Cars, I don't mind because it's a world. But when you make a second and a third one, by that third one, I've got so many questions that it's and it. so you know. And you're like, hold, I so I can't function. I can't appreciate the movie. It's it's like that. It's like with these Raptors. It's like you've you made an interesting choice, but now you have no idea what to do with them. Like two yeah, movies later, so it's not interesting. A really bad movie. My, my thought it. process on Cars is entirely different. I'm like, yeah, so that's where does the we don't want to go, go? too much. Oh my gosh! Oh, God. Yeah. Oh lord. Right where do they sit? Really, take we're not shit. even a full yeah. page into these notes. Hold on to your butts here, people. Here you go, Parker. No, dude, Darren's wonderful. He's giving me all these good setups. I mean, hey. it's fantastic. What? Which? What was it? Car? Cars? Which one was? I don't even know the difference. Right <laughs> well, might as well. We talked about every fucking thing else at this point. The one, the the bad one, the really bad one. Yeah, yeah let's Timmy and Lex just, just throw anything in. Let's just Cars two. Cars two. The 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 <laughs> I mean, we we were potty training our oldest at the time, and I went out twice during that movie, and I still didn't miss anything. I can't wait bad. till we cover that one because it's, it's bad. Oh boy. Um, all right. I still knew what was going on. So we get All right, back to minute 13 of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> no one's yes. listening now. Uh, campfire family time. <laughs> Maisie wants more freedom because we needed to hear this for the hey, third fucking time. Parker, um, at what? least we're having fun. We are. We're having a blast and it's going to be out there for anyone to listen to. <laughs> uh, the head poacher, the whatever his name was. Uh, I figure it out later. Yeah, exactly. He's he's spying. He's spying on him, and he calls somebody because he finds you know Maisie, and then of course he finds out that the raptor has a baby. We then get the scene with the with the little with the little uh, kids. Is this in Mexico? Right? Is this Mexico? Mexico. I don't know. To be honest, to be honest, if you just kind of 
ignore the fact that this is Jurassic World and just be like, man, this would be a really cool scene if this was just a movie about crazy mutated locusts. Like, that's a movie. This oh, this yeah, is where the second movie. movie starts. All of a sudden, we start a second movie. Like, yeah. you could split these into two. It, it is a good no. scene, but what the hell does it have to do with anything we've seen as of this point? Exactly. No, why is it happening 20 minutes in? Cut all this bullshit out of the movie and just go watch the 1959, I think, classic, the beginning of the end. Just go watch that fucking movie. It's way better. It. It's way better. <laughs> get it. Right. <laughs> we, we meet our first... Uh, Legacy character Ellie Sattler, she gets called in about the locusts and wearing the same damn color clothes. Everyone in this, all the legacy characters are wearing the same exact outfits they wore Uh, in Jurassic Park because they've been in amber this whole time. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, absolutely. Their wardrobes never change. Oh Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, she shows up because she's gonna help. And you find out that they that the locusts are eating all of the non-biosin seed. So anything that is not biosin, that's what they're eating. And they're like, oh, we gotta figure out why this is happening. It's like because of the guy who runs biosin's a fucking shady piece of shit. No, you don't say really? biosin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we then get another added scene that did not need to be in this of uh Ellie wow. talking with the kids about the locusts and what she does. And you're like, no one cares. We know what you yeah, do. Yeah, that, that was we that was need the scene. And she takes I a DNA how... sample of the locust. Yeah, they're like freaking out, screaming their heads off. In the one scene, and then the next scene, oh, let's feed it. It's a pet. Oh, it's, pet it. it's, it's, <laughs> it's our friend now. Admittedly, like, if you guys swarm by locusts, it'd be kind of a, like that size. Like, oh, shit, it's a football-sized locust. No, no, no. Cave crickets? Mm-mm. Hate them forever. I'm not going to start petting it because it's right there. <laughs> I'd name him Gregory. No. I'm just telling you. Right <laughs> no. I'm making him more silly. Oh, than that. this big. Oh. Well, even though we hate the locusts, I think Gregory's a good animatronic. I mean, it did give me the heebie-jeebies, I guess. So it, 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 did, it, was a, it was a nice practical effect. Yeah, yes. oh, yeah. I, so I, great, I, whatever. I, I, you can't deny that. But again, what the I hell don't... does this have to do with anything? You can touch their sure. eyes. Remember, they don't. They play. don't care. <laughs> so, <laughs> Doctor Grant's <laughs> introduction into this movie is awful. Oh, it's fucking uh, terrible. So, you, so, Poor guy. so this man is in his seventies, and yet he's still digging. Uh, I guess he has no funding, so pretty much it's an attraction. It's pretty much people pay to hang out at a dinosaur dig, and there's just two and teenagers. Yes, and there's just two yep. teenagers on their phone talking about how dinosaurs have been around since the '90s. And I just was 90s. like, I want to just throw these two girls into a, yeah. one of the dinosaur pits, <laughs> like it's just into a tar pit. So like, yeah. you guys remember your audiences. Who your main target audiences are people from the nineties that grew up watching this movie? <laughs> you know who should cameo? They, you know who should have had cameo in this? I wish it was Billy up there yelling for Grant yes! to come up. That would have been a great game. Billy! Billy from oh, Jurassic Park yes. Three. Oh man, that would have been great. No, half most people still would not even remember. Hat. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I I'm great. sorry, I fucked you over in that movie. <laughs> well, you got his hat. That's the important part. Yes. So yeah. we get Ellie and Alan reuniting. Uh, of course, you know Alan's still in love with her. She talks about how they're div- Mark, her and Mark are no more, and her kids are in. Oh, college. Can I just say the third <laughs> movie when it's revealed? Because again, it doesn't really d- dig into it in the first one, but when it's revealed that. Because that's Alan's whole arc. Like, he be, he likes kids, and then Ellie sees him with the kids, and she's they're going to be great parents. 
But when it cuts and it's the third one, and they're she's married to somebody else and kids, it's like how anticlimactic is that? Like I don't I don't need to know this. Yeah. Like I was already in my head that they got together. I don't need to know that she's separate. So I don't know if that's worse or if this is worse, where she says that she and Mark are no longer together, and I'm like, and give like, me a break. Chance. <laughs> yeah, I know where this is going. Like it's more fan service that has nothing to do with anything. Yeah, you know what I mean? I don't I don't know what's worse. <laughs> so she tells she tells Grant about the locusts and that she needs his help. They they need to go to Biosyn to get a sample to prove that Biosyn is purposely doing this with the locusts. And at first, Grant's like, "I don't want to do this." And to be honest, he should have just never did it. <laughs> he just yeah, he should have just went with his gut and just said no. Yeah, he's got to chase that tail though. He's got to oh, chase. Yeah. Absolutely, if it was me. Yeah, I'd, I'd go after Lord Dern. You know, I, I don't have a problem with that. <laughs> <laughs> there you go priorities she's old enough to be yeah. my mom but i would still do i'd still go after <laughs> we're not stupid Come on. hey yeah. i mean what's the age difference between her and grant yeah, like 20 23 was... years i think it was something like that she was oh 23 God. for jurassic park and he was like 46 or something he's like 44 he's okay 44. so it was like it was 20, about what? 21 she's yeah. still of, still of age yeah. fine holes is holes bro Jesus Christ, Dan. That's going to just be a quote for this goddamn show. Please. Holy shit. So Ellie and uh, Alan, they fly to, I guess, this... It's like a sanctuary that is like the place that they store the dinosaurs until they bring it to the to Biosyn. It's like and, a staging area. Or a yeah. quor- this, like quarantining... This is where I started to ask questions. Why do they need to show up in a plane to talk and then go in another plane? Yeah. To get why don't just have one scene in a plane? Why are there two scenes of them in a plane? Yep. I'm just I waiting. Know. I know. I'm just waiting for Alan to wake up and a raptor look over and we go. Oh my god. <laughs> there you go. This movie's so much fucking better. I'm oh telling you. God. So, but we get the same sort of scene that we got in Jurassic Park where the 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 ranger or whatever she is is very much like do- the the Dr. Harding from Jurassic Park, the yeah. guy who's with the sick Triceratops. She talks just like him, the way that they interact with each other. And of course, Laura Dern is petting it, and she says like, oh, this never gets old. It's like, you almost died from dinosaurs, so I'd say this gets old. Yeah, I get it. Fan service. Let's move on, guys. Like, yeah. Yeah, move, movie. Let's get to the next scene. Movie. So no, again, we gotta have the love interest. Way too much of that shit. Yeah. We gotta have the love interest in every movie. So again, Maisie makes poor decisions because she sees Beta, who is a baby raptor, meaning, oh, there must be a mama raptor somewhere, right? Oh, let's go up to it and try to feed it. I'm like, what toast. are you doing? Why would, it course, why, would it toast. Want, why would it want toast? Why would it want jelly? Like, no, Beta, like, you don't want jelly, man. Like, stop yeah. putting things in your mouth. Blue shows up <laughs> and Owen does his hand thing. Freeze! Stop it. Stop it, Raptor. Yes. I, I have expected to have a roll of newspaper. Yeah. Don't Talk pee on my Oh, Lord. Of all freaking dinosaurs. There's... Stupid. Again, it's, it's the same thing in oh, Jurassic World. Same stance. So, it's this. In it's Jurassic this. World, I like, don't mind the hand. I don't mind the hand in that one. But again, by the third movie with him, when he's still doing the hand, it's another... Come on. What is this? They, they, there's a... There's a a YouTube channel we've watched that makes fun of that. It's fucking hilarious. Kentucky oh, yeah. Ballistics. He's tactical got uh, tactical T Rex and he like beats him with a fucking newspaper. It's hilarious. Right. <laughs> Solidifies that scene. Way I'll be checking that out. 
So <laughs> blue great. and blue and beta, they go into the woods, and w- what logical thing you should do is is follow them. Oh find yeah, where their nests are, and then separate somehow. So why wasn't Maisie with Owen? I don't know. Oh, well, that's right. He tells Maisie to stay back, and she just follows yeah. him in later. Yeah, because your instincts, like, okay, there's two creatures that would very easily kill me. I'm gonna go with Dad. Into well, no, the she, heart of the just she, danger. She takes her bike though, right? She takes her bike to the the bridge, and then she gets the bridge pinned between she's the two doing people. This and, because she's tired of them telling her what to do. I understand she's being that. The typical teenager. I know, but like instinctually, but I'm pretty like, sure this is the scene where she, in one scene, it's a solid wall, and in another scene, it's a door. Like it's an extra door to her going outside, and I'm like, where did that door come from? Yeah, I know. I'm just saying, like, like instinctually, I would be like, all right, kids, I'm going in this row of trees outside of her house to go chase a mountain lion, and I've got a shotgun. And my kid's like, I want to go with you. And my kid should be like, Dad, probably don't go. <laughs> <laughs> so Beta and Maisie get taken, and that's when Owen Wilson, or uh, Owen Wilson, Jesus. Owen Wilson. <laughs> We're bringing cars. Damn. We're bringing cars back into it. That's why we started talking about cars. Liam Wilson. <laughs> Liam Neeson <laughs> calls the the kidnappers. He's got a lot of skills. Called that, called in that so many times. It's blue, funny. blue does get hit by a Ford pickup, and uh, again, like most dinosaurs in this car, immortal. And Hips no, yeah, don't they? No damage whatsoever. She, just she, she needs to be put plan. down like a racehorse. Yeah, <sighs> at least be limping. Like, yep. No, I'm fine. Something. Everything's fine. So yeah, so of course. We get the. It's a CG character, guys. CG yeah. doesn't. Care. I know yeah. they no, don't. Get, they don't course. take damage. I, just the, the the whole thing where he looks at Blue and is just like, "I promise I'll get her back." And you're like, With "She doesn't, doesn't give a shit." Yeah, she does not it's give him. two shit. And then she scratches she him. Results. Yeah. Which I didn't realize <laughs> when I saw it in theaters that she did that. Because and then because yeah. then the next scene happens where they go to Franklin and he's got his hand wrapped and I'm like, "What happened to him?" She's like, yeah. "Bitch, you better bring my baby back." Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So Franklin, he works for the CIA, and he, they, you know, uh, Owen and Claire call him to get information about the poacher. He gives him the information about the poacher, and he's like, "Oh, he's going to be in Malta. That's where they're going." And you're like, "Okay, this is when the movie's about to go. get good, right?" No. <laughs> <laughs> Should. I gotta say too, when they take Maisie as a parent, I was invested in that. In this, in this, yeah. Movie, yeah. I was in bed. Okay, I get it. They're, you know, they're trying to keep her secret. At the same time, it's juxtaposed with Blue and that baby trying to. So, as a movie, that, as logistically, it works as a movie. But again, they cut back to this after that locust crap. So, I, I don't, my brain is like, I don't understand what these are having to do with anything. So, even though I'm emotionally invested, again, this is the last part I'm going to be emotionally invested in this movie because this, (laughs) it goes off the rails after this. Oh, Lord. I think this is the last part where I was like, all right, I get what they're doing. I'm on board with what, where they're going with this. And then we'll get to it. <laughs> so when you're watching this movie, like it just hit me. Do you get like a really strong Godzilla versus King Kong vibe? Remember we had those two plot lines and you felt like one of yeah. them really didn't need to happen the entire fucking yeah. time. Yep. Yeah. That's are what you, I'm getting are you, like. Okay. Are you talking about the podcast one where she's uh, with uh, Brian Tyree Henry, that one, along yeah. with the other, with the with the deaf girl. Yeah, you know, they, like, why is this happening? 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, like I, there's two plot lines going on. Like, just one of them doesn't need to exist. Just make it go away and just stick with one. And, like, that's it. Literally, it doesn't matter. Yeah, well, I think the difference between Godzilla versus Kong and this movie is Godzilla versus Kong is just a whacked out, like, silly. Like, I was cackling all through that. Nothing makes I sense. I had a blast watching watch that movie. movie. That movie's fun. Yeah, I had a blast. Yeah, it's a fun but movie. This to watch. one, this one, since I'm invested in Jurassic Park from what it is, it's so different and so. It, it, Trevorrow. After this movie, like I felt bad for him when he was fired from the the third Star Wars or whatever, because Jurassic World is fine, you know his uh, safety not guaranteed is fine. But when after this movie and reading the stuff that he says about this movie, I'm like, I I don't know, man. I think you're an idiot. It's, it's like I don't. His, I feel like it's all coming out of his yeah, ass. I don't think he actually feels that way. Yeah, because he compares. He's like, oh well, I'm in charge of this this, and it's going to be like Mission Impossible. I'm going to have different filmmakers come and it's like, dude, you're not mission impossible. (laughs) All the mission impossible movies are good, except for two are good. Right. (laughs) But then it it doesn't do that because he comes back for the third. So everything he says, he negates, he comes back. He says, Oh, I want to make, if I'm going to come back for this third one, I want to make it in closer in spirit to the first Jurassic park. And I'm like, where in the hell in Jurassic park, is there a spy chase? Where is that? Like, how is this? Closer to the tone of the movie. I, I just, well, I don't think he knows what he's doing. Well, I agree. And Darren, you've probably listened to our other stuff. And that's my problem with after the third Jurassic Park movie, these just turn into action movies. Yeah. Like, that's it. all they are. There's no, again, Jurassic World, like I said, it has that point. They're making a point that, that hadn't happened since the first Jurassic Park. The first Jurassic Park is the nature versus technology. That's what it's commenting on. Jurassic World is commenting on the, you know, we're bigger, better, that kind of thing. We're, we're too used to the, the that stuff. And that's why I was like, well, that's it. And then they're, I don't know what these last, listening to Fallen Kingdom and watching this movie, I don't know what these last two are about. Like, this is, it's just action nonsense. It is. That's a great, I agree. Oh. Ugh, I just. So, <laughs> Alan and Alan meet, uh, meet Ramsey. He mm. works for Biosyn. He's going to give them a, a, a nice tour of uh, the Biosyn compound. They talk about uh, they see the dreadnoughtus, which is cool for ten seconds, and they talk about how there's a bigger predator, the Giga, and you're like, cool, and they show it, you're like, cool, and then they talk about the T. They have to do the whole thing where it's like the whole, oh, the T Rex just showed up right before you are coming, and 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 of course you got Alan going. You got the T Rex, and it's like, there it is, everybody. There's it. Leo pointing at the screen. <laughs> there it is. Well, I'm surprised. You know, they should have flip flopped this. Like the Giganosaurus should have been in Jurassic World, and the uh, but they wanted the Dominus whole, should have been in this movie. They wanted that whole, uh, you know, splicing because yeah, genetics, right? Genetics. Yeah, That's what they're they doing. This. Yeah. But I felt like yeah. for like the big boss creature, they went in the opposite order. Because like yeah. the hybrid should have been the big bad guy, like he was the villain. He was a mo- he was actually was a monster. He was not an, an actual creature, and they just went backwards. Yeah. So we meet Lewis Dodson, and he's fun. Uh, huh. I don't know if he is mm. he supposed to have right. like something or, like like something. wrong with him. Yeah. But he's asking, "Do you have my food? Like, do you have my food?" It's like, "What? What food?" It's like, "Oh, not, oh okay." Like he's. Uh, they're giving him quirks, you know, like the the Vincent D'Onofrio character in Jurassic World has nothing going on that that big yeah. hunter guy, but yeah. D'Onofrio's trying to give him something because D'Onofrio is that kind of actor. I think uh, uh, what is his name? 
Campbell Scott. Um, uh, Campbell Scott. He's trying to give him something, but again, it's interesting here. It gets ridiculous and silly the more that we yes. know this character. Yeah. But, to your point, Angela, where he's literally throwing a tantrum. Like he's hitting like a chair. slapping the chair. I'm like, what the hell? Are you yeah. a toddler? So supposedly yeah. I don't he's, understand. he's reflective of, like, he's supposed to be modeled after Steve Jobs. Because I guess Steve Jobs was very similar to this, like the way that his mannerisms were. I don't know. It's like, I, he's I, like I, punching, I, or not, punching the air. <laughs> what does it matter? Him to be this eccentric billionaire who just thinks he can do whatever he wants with no repercussions. Yeah. That's literally all he was. And to be honest, he was just a generic bad guy. Yep. They wanted to give these weird quirks that just made him the, the worst. He just was terrible. I love, I think, I enjoy a lot of uh, stuff that Campbell Scott has done. He, he was in House of Cards uh, before mm-hmm. Kevin Spacey ruined it. Uh, you know, he's been in a lot of stuff that I like, but like, I just did not like the direction he took this character. And I understand he was a character that you literally saw for 30 seconds in the original movie, but he didn't really yeah. put off that type of vibe even yeah. then, but it's also a different actor as well too. So he turns out to be zero threat. We'll get to it, but just oh, yeah. I don't. There's so much of so much of the rest of the movie. I'm is going to take me out of what's happening because none of the motivations make sense for anything that anybody does for the rest of the movie. So yeah. we'll, we'll talk about. It. So Malcolm uh, is given a, a speech. He works at Biosyn now. He's given a speech in front of a student. It's kind of re- very reminiscent of like, felt like Indiana Jones, felt like Raiders of the Lost Ark, the scene in the classroom where you got the the girls that like close their eyes, they got like, I love you or whatever on them. But they don't have it like that. But it just felt that way because they would like show the women and they're, they they just look like they're very, oh, <laughs> wooed by Jeff. I mean, listen, I'm, I'm always wooed by Jeff Goldblum. Uh, but, <laughs> but it just felt like that. And he's wearing, he's this, wearing the same clothes. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> <laughs> so we get the final reunion between all the legacy characters. Yay! Yay. We um Yeah, so they they all meet up and they're talking about the whole locusts and and Malcolm is like, "Oh, well, you know, this is what I'm actually doing here. I'm actually, you know, I'm I'm infiltrating cuz I I know that there's something shady going on." And that this whole room. sequence what what is happening? It's terrible. He, the whole you're using scene. the yeah. You're what was that? Like how is the stage? What is this? What what's what, happening? Feel like this? <laughs> when he's doing the cappuccino, is that supposed to? I guess it's supposed oh. to be loud enough that they can't hear him talking. The it's like, not that like, loud. How is the stage? Doing? The and then it's a, it's a funny scene with Al, yeah with Alan Grant going. I don't want this. Like what is happening? <laughs> the barista this is not talking at all while no one is listening to him like they're all talking to each other and the barista you could still hear his voice i'm like no one would do this you would just stop talking and wait for someone to interact with you not just keep going and the barista was just he was this whole thing was dumb it was yeah (laughs) sustainable bamboo it Uh, is sustainable bamboo so malcolm gives his all-access bracelet and clearly, uh, I guess Lewis is spying on him up there. He knows what's going on. Something shady's happening. We find we uh, Wu's still around, and he needs a haircut. And yeah, he is talking with Dotson, and Dotson is telling him about how they got Maisie, and they got 
beta and you tell him the fact of like that blue had a baby without mating and he's like oh that's impossible and it's like no no it's not because it happened in the first jurassic park what are you talking about and yeah it's just a really forgettable interaction because everything that lewis does just sucks so is is bb wong is he acting morose on purpose or is he literally like uh I can't believe this is where my career is at. <laughs> so I, think, I, I, maybe. I mean, he probably got a really good paycheck, so I don't think he's that yeah, bummed yeah. out. I, yeah. I just think his character, he's just, we're, they're trying to show sympathy for this character. Like, they're like, feel bad for Wu because he feels bad for everything he's done. He's like, no, Wu's always been an evil person. Like, they made Wu an evil scientist in Jurassic World, and then they made him a bigger evil scientist in Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, and the only reason he feels bad is because the dinosaurs got out, and it wasn't even yep. him. But again, but, it's the Barbasol, it's the Barbasol canister in human form. Like, <laughs> what point does he serve in the first Jurassic Park? He's not an important character. He's not. He's, he's just there to give yeah. exposition. Why has he become an important part of the mythos? I don't know. Why is... That's a great if you watch. If you watch the first Jurassic Park and you see Wu and then you skip to this one, it's like, how did that character become this character? Well, the reason he wasn't is inconsequential for the most part in the re- first movie is he dies in the novel. Yeah. He is killed he by his, the Velociraptor. He, he gets his guts ripped out, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's not important. I, I just mean, feel like he's been used. I mean, that's ultimately what he was. Like, he was a used asset. But he, he finally realizes. Yeah, he finally realized that. Oh, I've been used. He's been exploited like the dinosaurs were exploited. Because he's he's smart. He is book smart, not street smart. Yeah. But again, cut him from this movie. We lose ten minutes. We lose no. the locusts. <laughs> oh God! Yeah. Dude, oh, dude. If we cut him from this movie, we would gain so fucking yeah. much. That's okay. Yeah. So we find out that he created the locusts under the direction of uh, Dotson. We then meet this um, a, another generic bad guy, the evil, the evil Asian woman. I, I who who? What's her name again? Oh, who cares? Oh, uh, no. The actress's name is. But Deacon, I Deacon love Lachlan. her. Yeah, she was I in um, Altered Carbon, I think, on Netflix. Yeah. Um, and she was in that show that I really like, Dollhouse. Yeah, she's right. Yes, Dollhouse. I think she's a good actress. She was very generic in this one. Yeah, she was just like, she, dude, she, you know what? She was a fucking Bond villain. That's exactly <laughs> what she was. A shit Bond villain. So yeah. we also, we, it's so the exchange is happening where Maisie's being delivered to her also as, as well as Beta. And I guess Beta was transported by Kayla, the pilot played by uh, DeWanda Wise. And, you know, she sees Maisie being trans or being transferred and she you know you think like she gonna do something good and then she doesn't she just walks off with the money here's the funny thing parker you're explaining this whole thing and my eyes are glazing over as you're explaining it. like <laughs> what where is this coming from again how is this an offshoot of the first jurassic park what is <laughs> right, this happening exactly to do with are we it, it's <laughs> to the point where you just get to you're like are we still talking about jurassic world like are we still talking about a jurassic <laughs> yeah. movie right now yes we are everybody <clears throat> Omar Sai's back, everybody. Barry. Yay. And he's a spy. He tells ah. Claire and Owen that uh, what he's been up to and spying on uh, Santos, spying on the poacher guy. And, uh, you know, and then goes, hey, civilians, why don't you spy with me? And you're like, 
that's not how that works. But sure, sure, whatever. I don't think that's how the CIA works. But I versus spy. <laughs> uh, we get the underground dino fights, which I actually like this. I like this whole thing where there's like this so underground good. with the baby, you know, people are trading, you know, buying and selling dinosaurs illegally. And you got the little the dino fight pits. And uh, we get the added scene where you get that dinosaur that the guy buys the dinosaur off of Kayla and then he puts it into the yeah. fight. And he gets oh, that's such the- horse. <laughs> What's it called? What's it called, Dan? What's the name of that? What's the I don't remember that? the fucking dinosaur. I just it's, called it. kills. it's the chicken dinosaur. That's what I called it. It's, oh, it serves the same purpose. It serves the same purpose as the bunny in Monty Python and the Holy Grail. It's like yeah, this dude, cute little yeah. animal that can rip you to shreds. It really <laughs> decapitates <laughs> this other dinosaur. dinosaur. I was yes, like, it what was, the hell was that? It was an ugly ass pug dinosaur. I can't remember the name of it, but no, it was adorable. It had like whiskers, and it, it ripped had, like, off that chicken dinosaur's whiskers. head, and the dinosaur yeah, kept walking around. And I went, "What the hell did I just watch?" <laughs> that I can understand why they cut that out of the movie because that does not make any fucking sense. This whole like, thing that, felt very Star Wars. It really yes, did. super. Hmm. Uh, so yeah, Kayla doesn't want to get involved with Claire because they meet up in the bathroom, and she's like, "Yeah, I'm I'm good." Just, why are you even here? This is not a good place to be meeting people and asking these awkward questions. Yeah. Awkwardly staged. Is Claire just going around showing that picture to everybody yeah, that she talks to? I guess. To? <laughs> it's not very covert, huh? I don't know. What's... <laughs> so Owen and Barry go after the poacher and Santos. That ends whatever. And we get the... Uh, <laughs> an, we get the, So we get a... So there was a plot point in... Fallen Kingdom, where they made the uh, the the oh god, what the hell is the what was the dinosaur, the bad dinosaur in Fallen Kingdom? Oh, the Indoraptor. Indoraptor. And its whole thing was that if you use a laser pointer and you point oh, at no. someone, the 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 it would attack. The Indoraptor would attack. So what they did was like, uh, we're gonna do it the same thing, but with these ugly ass raptors. These are the most generic. These look like raptors I drew when I was in like elementary school, when you're like, draw a dinosaur. This is what, they, like, they're so boring looking. These raptors yeah, is are the, so raptors boring. Are is the only reason that the laser thing is in this is because it was in Fallen Kingdom? I yeah, 100% guarantee that is why. Because I watched it and was like, this is the stupidest edition. What is the point of this with the lasers? Like, what is this? At? And then it doesn't go anywhere after they no. leave Malta. Like, what purpose does this serve? So, hey, yeah. guys. There's yeah. raptors that kill people with laser pointers. Woo! Uh, it's not like Atrocious raptors. Yeah. They're like kitty cats. Boring raptors. Dude, listen, listen, listen. Did you notice all the color schemes of these raptors are like the raptors from the previous films? Uh, yeah, it's, except for the raptors were more interesting in the previous films. Oh, I know. <laughs> I agree. And they're also all there's the wrong size, just like the previous yeah. yeah, they're all yeah. the wrong they're size. They're all the wrong size, just like all the velociraptors in oh, the yeah. show. So uh, the feds, they intervene with Santos and uh, Delacorte. That's the poacher's name. That's that's the time I noticed, oh. figured out what his name was. I figured oh, out why. Because no, you were you were saying that it was uh, the one look like uh, the guy from Supernatural. Yeah, I looked like that one of the motherfuckers from Supernatural. But the reason <laughs> the reason none of the federal agents shoot any of the raptors in this movie is because they're not dogs. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you're right um so owen goes after delacorte and they get into a tussle and you get the whole thing like this is what pissed me off so they opens up the uh the two big dinosaur cages i don't cages. care what the dinosaurs were but they're big and owen does this 
What there. are you? What is happening? Stop it's putting a, your fucking hands up and run away. It, it's a Carnotaurus and Allosaurus. Yeah, huh, I, I have Dan, to. Dan, yeah. I know. I just didn't care. I just didn't care. I was like, I know what He's these like, dinosaurs are, point, but I just don't care. Fuck so Delacorte dies. He gets just he gets eaten by a baby bar, uh, Baryonyx, right? That was, yep, that's yep. what it was. Yep. He's already got his arms chewed off. Well, well one of them's getting eaten by a baby Carnosaur, and the other one's literally just it's like a like a pug chewing on his sleeve. Yeah, his <laughs> he's got his sleeve. Like, oh, this is such an inconvenience. Ah, a jacket. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so Santos nice lets jacket. Santos lets the Raptors free. Uh, Omar is put in the same exact situation that he was put in in the first movie, where he gets pinned in the log in Jurassic a World, log. and now he's pinned in a boat. Holy crap! Dude, Dude I can't get I can't get the top of this boat open. It's almost like I don't have a gun to shoot the fucking <laughs> lock or blow the window out. Holy shit! <laughs> so <laughs> Claire goes after Santos, and she's got a, a like. A dinosaur industrial taser and she zaps Santos and what does Santos say? You, you don't, don't use, use those don't on, use it humans. on humans. <laughs> I mean it'll work. Why is that this? no dialogue? Exactly! God. Use it on her, damn it. Oh, I would have been like, no, I am going to use it on you. And then okay, Claire so runs around. Yeah, here's the here's the part that I was gonna that I'm gonna get into the action scenes. Okay, this is another thing that Sad Hill Devin brought up on Twitter. This scene in this kitchen is so awkwardly shot that I have no idea where anybody's standing at a certain point. Like she's got Santos down on the ground. They have that dialogue. It 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 shows like a raptor coming in. By the time you cut back, all of a sudden Santos is on her feet. She's in the hallway. She's where's the raptor at this point? She points the laser so awkwardly like this. There's no room for any. Here's here's the thing that I really hate about this movie. Okay, if if you take any scene from the first Jurassic Park, regardless of what you think about the characters or any of the flaws that are happening, take the T Rex breakout scene, take the kitchen scene, take the scene where Muldoon is attacked by those raptors. Those scenes are so perfectly masterfully directed spielberg is such a great director that there's so much joy in every move every every character makes there's so much joy in the choreography of the camera you always know where you are compare the the closest i have is the, the compare is the raptor in the kitchen scene okay how remember that scene how well is it directed how suspenseful is it how well do you know where the kids are versus where the dinosaurs are? Yep. Even the cabinets are pointed in a certain direction where your eyes go to where Spielberg wants you to go. Okay, yep. Yep. That scene is oh, so well directed. <laughs> Compare this to this damn kitchen scene where I have no idea where anybody is. The camera is doing these weird whip pans. I have no idea. Um, the laser thing, how Claire knows what's going on. She runs out. This is even before we get into the Bourne ultimatum shit. That's that's gonna happen, okay? The oh scene, God, it's Jason Bourne. This is every Trevorrow scene, every scene that he directs, even going back to that cappuccino scene, is so awkwardly shot. It's night and day compared with how Spielberg directs this movie. When I started nitpicking this movie, there, I had a friend that was like, "Come on, man, it's a movie about dinosaurs," and I'm like, "It really." But is the bullshit. first Jurassic Park wasn't this dumb. It wasn't this stupid. How did <laughs> yeah. we get here? doesn't matter so, what it's about it's you could make a movie good probably about just about anything again i'm bringing it up top gun maverick it's not the plane it's the pilot 
You know what yes. I mean? You can do whatever you want, but you got to have somebody in the in the driver's seat to make it work. If if again we're talking about, and I asked my wife this, there are huge continuity gaps in Jurassic Park. When the Tyrannosaur comes through the gate, where in the hell does that sixty foot drop come? All of a yeah, sudden, yeah, yeah. We've the, talked about this. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. When you have Timmy, who's been shocked by the electric fence, we've talked. His hair is how high? Mm-hmm. And it cuts, and they're hiding in the kitchen before the raptors come in. It cuts to Ellie, and she's like, well, they're safe as long as the raptors can't open doors. It cuts back. You see the raptor open the door. When you cut back to Timmy, his hair is wet, and it's combed. It's not frizzy anymore. Yeah. But the thing is, number one, Spielberg knows. He doesn't care about that stuff. Like That stuff happens in Spielberg all the time. But he doesn't care because he's got you in his grip. It, this, the, the moment is working dramatically, emotionally, so you don't give two shits about the continuity errors. You're just invested mm-hmm. in that moment. With Timmy, it's going to be hard to be invested in that moment if his hair is frizzy, right? So mm-hmm. you're going to want to comb it down. The problem with that is Spielberg is such a good director. Trevorrow is not even a quarter or an eighth of the director that Spielberg is. So there's no emotional connection to anything happening. So all of a sudden, instead of being invested, my brain is looking for the flaws. And I'm finding them all yep. over the place in this stupid piece of shit movie. I'm finding them <laughs> all over the place because I don't care. He doesn't have me in his grip. Even the, even the tank in Jaws, Peter Benchley told Spielberg, the tank will not blow up. That's not how it works. And Spielberg yep. looked him in the face and said, I don't care because I will have the audience eating out of my hand. Yep. That's how good Spielberg yep. is. Trevorrow is no yep. Spielberg. That scene in the kitchen, I was like, how have we come to this? Forget the plot. I'm talking about the suspense sequences and the direction of those scenes. How far have we fallen since that first Jurassic Park? I hate this. <laughs> and again, we haven't even got to the Bourne Ultimatum stuff. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. Every scene is like this. We're going to get to the scenes later when we have Ellie and Alan walking around the plant. I'm going to get to how there's no suspense in those scenes because of the way that Trevorrow shoots them. It's Mm -hmm. just a night and day difference between this movie and the first Jurassic Park. I don't understand how we got to this point and how this is making a billion dollars or close to a billion dollars. I don't get it. (laughs) See, I have a hard time with, with sharp cuts back and forth when it's different angles. Because yeah. that's where my brain goes. It's like, well, how is Where she there when here? she was just here? Right. But then you have the two people that were living in this apartment. Where did they go? They were right here. You've got a dinosaur that came in. You've got Claire. And then you have Santos. Where did they go? Mm-hmm. They end up in the closet. Like, how did they get in the how fucking closet? Well, how, how what did is they Santos get around? Even doing? Like, you see Claire... Claire sees Santos walk off. What was Santos's plan? She walks into a building yeah. and then gets cornered by a window and doesn't know what to do. I was yes. like, this character is pointless. <laughs> she doesn't Claire, know what she's doing. Yeah, when Claire's trying to find a place to go and she opens up the door, oh, well, there they are in the closet and she just leaves the door open and then the whole closet disappears. And I'm like, I what part know. of this room are we in now? Irrelevant. And then she goes it's out the window, so and it's like, I'm so confused. I'm turned around because I know how it, when they came in, how it was laid out. And it just yeah. makes no sense because it's not laid out like that anymore. 
I have no investment in what's going on because of stuff like that. And yeah. yeah, and I'm like, what no, my the hell's brain, going on? Yeah, it's not processing stuff. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm lost. And yeah. then Santos, she walks back into where she is and where she was before. And yeah. Owen yeah. and, and yeah. they point their guns at her. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you? What are they paying you for? I don't know. Oh, oh, jeez. But we'll get. She also has that thing where she lifts her arm. Like, what is that? Is that her cool action pose where she puts her hands and like lights Owen up? I'm like, come on. This is the stupidest thing I've ever seen in a big it's blockbuster. Her, her bad just, guy pose. Yeah, it oh is. Has to be. Well, it's because she put her, I think it's because she put her hands up because she was getting arrested. And so, but yeah. she did the one final, oh, going to use my laser pointer on Owen. Uh, oh, what a waste. Of, so, yeah, so Claire, <clears throat> Claire some, somehow outruns a raptor. It's really stupid. Uh, yeah. They all her. have outrun them. Like, yeah, how the stupid. hell are you outrunning this? <laughs> Kayla helps. Do her. you guys have you guys been to the Twitter site that's but with raptors, where they take movies like Singing in the Rain or Ghost, and they just replace no. somebody's head with a raptor? No, it's, I'm not. <laughs> you need to go to this. It seems like Trevorrow saw this and was like, "Sweet, I'm going to put a raptor in a Born Ultimatum scene." <laughs> and there's the shot of the raptor jumping from one building, and I was like, "Come." on <laughs> why are you wasting my time with this now we're ripping off the born movies in a dinosaur movie they saw what this twitter and they're like oh this could be fun this. yeah you need to check that out santos, santos sets the raptors the rest of the raptors on owen we get the really uh weird chase scene through malta where the raptors keep getting hit by cars, smashing to the side of cars, but yet still <laughs> able to get up and off. keep going. We get the scene it's where fine. it drives by it's the fine. the Carnosaurus and the other big dinosaur, and they got the guy with the scooter just driving in between Whoa! them. Like, oh, and then gets eaten. I was like, what are you doing, bud? Why are you doing that? Holy he's shit. Too, he's too busy. Do we have any Italian viewers? Uh, it's I, about Malta, I right? I haven't... Uh, I think so. I don't know. He's just li- he's listening to our podcast. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm distracted. so distracted. Owen's, no, 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 no. Owen epically gets on the plane. Like this whole thing where he's driving on a thing and he jumps out of the plane. And then the raptor gets hit by the bike going out. And he's just like Oh, and don't what? don't forget the, the raptor conveniently after getting hit by the bike in mid in the plane turns to falls conveniently in. conveniently in the water so it won't get hurt. Do raptors as this swim? movie likes? No. Oh, I'm sure they could swim. Well, Atrocia raptors can. Fuck that motherfucker's like a narwhal. He's yeah. just like in them deep cold water. Don't bother them none. Pyroraptor. Pyroraptor. Then we're we, talking about the pyroraptor. We also have a, a weird continuity error where Owen and Claire are standing up, holding each other as the raptor falls out. It cuts back. And they're lying on the ground next oh, to each other. And she's, yeah. are you hurt? Are you hurt? And he's like, I'm not hurt. Are you hurt? Are you hurt? I'm not hurt. Are you hurt? That and was, then I don't that to be in the movie. The original and then he's like, that wasn't in the he tries to get up. It was It's so dumb. He tries to get up. And he's like, oh, oh, am I bleeding? And she, they take the, am I bleeding? I was like, what is this? It's like, it went on for so long. Yeah. Shut so the long. fuck up. Do <laughs> you ever think it wasn't important to yeah. film some of these scenes? Do you ever think like, no. I don't understand. This is like, it's like, oh, we got an extended cut, everybody, because I know a lot of people are mad. There was a lot of stuff missing. It's like, but what are you adding to the movie? Nothing Nothing. important was added to this. Like that 45 minute exchange of them going, are you okay? You okay? Like it doesn't, it doesn't (laughs) matter. Owen is okay. He can't die. He is a Terminator. Yeah. 
Kayla Watts no, d- and, and decides <laughs> she's going to bring him to Biosyn. She's going to help him now. Cool. Ellen and Ellie get the the tour from Ramsey, and Ramsey's like, "Hey, do you want to uh, you know walk around by yourself?" Sure, of course I do. So, and he's like, "Well, just don't go that way to the place you're not supposed to go." Yeah, you need a you need a yeah. ring to get down there. Don't go the over there, guys. Over. And they're like, "Okay," and then they wander there. <laughs> like, like there's a thing called subtlety in a movie, and you just like are not anywhere yeah. near that. Did you guys also notice we missed the part? So we know as an audience. That, bi- that she's being taken to Biosyn. We know that. But when Claire finds out, they do this reveal where it cuts to Maisie in a car approaching the airplane that says Biosyn. And I was like, is this supposed to be a big reveal? Because I know this already. <laughs> I'm ahead of the characters by about 20 oh minutes. Yeah, God. dude, you you made this far too predictable yeah. to uh, be a real shocker to us, folks. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dr. Wu tells Maisie about Beta in blue and how they're the same exact raptor. Like, everything about them is the same. And that her mother, she wasn't a clone of her mother, but she was... Her mother actually gave birth to her, but they're identical because she did illegal shit to herself. Yeah. And I guess Maisie's DNA is super important. It's going to save the world. And this whole thing felt like, wow, what a pointless retcon. Mm, yeah. yeah. Oh, but now it's... It, go ahead, Dan, sir. They finished the last movie like, what the fuck did we do with Maisie? Like, I don't oh my know. Gosh. We need to retcon the fuck out of this. That's just the last movie, and I'm just like... We've tied the plots together now because the DNA from Beta and Maisie are going to be able to mix with the, with the DNA from the Locust. Oh, I get it now. It's stupid. Yes, exactly. They turned the they turned the temperature way up so it would melt faster. Yeah. So Ellie and Al- Ellie and Alan find the locusts to get a sample, which is just the fact that they put them on this mission pisses me off so much. Like you bring these characters back to do to play with bugs and just hanging out with bugs. Yeah. Maisie discovers her blood can uh, stop the locusts, and she helps Beta escape. And then she's like a really weird scene where it's it's Dr. Wu and Dodson in the other side of the glass yeah. talking in and front then, of and a then, giant pane of glass. They can see her every move, but they're too busy looking at each other to notice her stand up and walk over and release the dinosaur. What what is with the staging in this? I, have I, didn't, no I don't peripheral. Believe. You talk about Ellie and Alan. Where is the stupid suspense in that? There is no scene. They're, you're sneaking around, but nobody is around. There's nobody exactly. there. Like, they're like, not getting in any trouble. And then when Dodson finds out that they're there, he doesn't do anything about it. There's yep. no suspense that's built. What is with the staging in this movie? Nothing yep. is realistic or believable. From like and you don't, and also you don't make Dodson any kind of real threat, like you mentioned. So there's no like consequence to what they're doing. Essentially, like what is he going to fire me? Ooh, yeah. well, he scary. does. Just, he brings Malcolm in. You're fired. That's it. And then Ramsey has two or three scenes where he confronts him and says, "You're doing this wrong." It's like I'm going to keep doing it. Okay, I'm going to leave. I'm going to come back. We're going to have this exact same conversation all over again. It happens like three times. But yeah, Dodson is no threat. He's useless. Yep. <laughs> what does he do? He burns the locust to cover up evidence, but he ends up burning down his facility. <laughs> <laughs> what? What's happening? 
I won't what burn them. Don't burn oh, the, 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 the fucking evac for that. The the purge system for the fucking containment unit kicked on. Like, what are you, a dumbass? Like, what the hell? It's like this guy doesn't even know what he's doing. He doesn't even know what he's doing. facility. If you're comparing this to the first Jurassic Park, how tense is that? But Alan is trying to get the kids back to the to the to the main entrance of the park. He's trying to get them back to safety. We're building all this suspense. How tense is that whole thing? They're on the the uh, the electric fence. That whole scene. Yeah, everything like is so tense. Well, there's danger around every corner, and it's just none of that. Like there's, there's none, none of that. And the problem is, is this is what I've talked about in the, uh, these the original films compared to these the the newer trilogy. Is everything so actiony and plot armor? Like no, everybody feels like oh, they're main characters. Nothing could possibly happen to them. Like there's no like in, in the original yeah. film, uh, three films, all the characters for the most part just feel like regular people. They're not drop kicking raptors off motorcycles or any do- goofy shit like the outside of the gymnastics scene from Lost World. They just gloss over the nose, dumb spot. They cut you from the team? No, anyway, none of that shit. But but outside of that, for the most part, they just feel like regular people. Like especially in the first movie, nobody's an action hero. Nobody's really good. Like blasted dinosaurs left and right. None of that shit. They're just regular people in an extreme situation. That's it's always like, Die Hard One, John McClane versus Die Hard Four, John McClane. Exactly. Um, they're superheroes at this point. They're not. exactly, but like you don't have that. Like at this movie, like like you said, there's no tension. Nobody's following them. Nobody's watching anybody. So it doesn't fucking matter. It's there's no laughable. repercussion. It is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so Maisie uh, in Alan and Ellie, they get stuck in the containment unit, and it's just it's supposed to be like, oh no, but it's not. It's you know they're gonna make it out, and then they meet Maisie, and it's a very awkward introduction, and somehow she knows who they are. Cool. Everybody knows who Ellie Sadler and Alan Grant are because they were on she's the, seen the first Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park. Yeah, yeah, she watched the movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And also, yeah, exactly. has to have. also, like, what's the scary part about the locusts? Nothing. Like, like they, 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 they don't do they're attacking. Like, yeah. if if they had shown like the locusts earlier, you know, instead of the kids getting run to the barn, like in malls and like kill somebody, then yeah. there might be some threat to him. Like, no, they're just an annoyance. Well, I mean, she's got. Pieces missing out of her. Yeah, but like nobody gets hurt. There was no like precedence. The, the locusts are like mods. Yeah. Exactly. Remember yeah. the remember the park worker at the beginning of Jurassic Park with the Velociraptors. The whole scene with Muldoon. Shoot ha! All that shit. They, you know, awful. if you would have got a scene similar to that with the locust, the locust would have been more of a threat. But he dropped. But they're just not. He dropped a sausage. <laughs> the dinosaur <laughs> just wanted sausage. If you played Lego Jurassic World. Dinosaur just wanted sausage. Well, that if they're sausage. genetically, again, I'm not a coulda, shoulda, but if they're genetically moder- modified locusts, why couldn't they make the locusts like man eaters? Like, where exactly? Why isn't there I'm that extra? I'm assuming threat? that's what they were getting at. Listen, go watch any, like, go watch, like, the Ten Commandments. With, like, the fucking plagues of Egypt with locusts? That shit made them more impactful. See, this is what I thought this movie was all about. Like, More oh, we're just, you know... From yes! We're getting the... The plagues. Benny, well, I'm, on, I'm on the right side of the river. <laughs> Malcolm talks about that. He talks about how, like, we're we're screwing the world. He does have that line. It's like, well, you know, Alan Grant says, what's wrong with you? It's like, well, the world's coming to an end, and I plan on spending my time the way we all spend our time, squandering it. Like, So they, they talk about yeah. the end of the world, and the locust could have been an interesting idea, but it doesn't go anywhere. They don't do anything with that. Yep. So... Yeah. It's who who said earlier that this movie doesn't know what it wants to be. I did many times. Yeah, Parker. There are so 
There are so many interesting things happening. On... Yeah. It's like it's like if you turn on a porno, right? And this guy rolls up at this lady's house like, ma'am, I'm here to fix your pipes. But instead of railing her, they just sit down on the couch. He fixes the pipes. He does, and they have an engaging conversation. (laughs) Nobody has sex. Like, what the fuck's going on here? This is not what I signed up for. Why is this (laughs) X-rated? Life is so much simpler when it's arranged in porno terms. (laughs) Absolutely. Ian does that a lot. I'm just here to keep the playing field level for some of our viewers. It's all right. Guys. So, Kay- so Kayla, she's trying to land the plane. She can't. She doesn't get authorization. You get the stupid interaction between her. Like it's supposed to. It's supposed to be that humor they're trying to force into this movie. And and listen, most of the time I'm okay with it. But like right, like in this, it, it doesn't make sense for this movie. The whole interaction between Kayla and Denise. You're like, stop it. Stop this. It's, yeah, what? it's unnecessary. But it's a different, another scene that has different no- Denise from. What was who cares? It it literally, but who fucking cares? Yeah, but there's no pre- there's no precedence. There's no precedence. No. So they turn the ADS off, which is the anti like dinosaur pterosaur yeah. system. I'm assuming it's and, like a defense system. Yeah, and uh, they're like, oh, I think it's gone. And then the big giant thing attacks him, attacks the plane, tears it apart, that's, and they send Claire rate. out. They send Claire out, and then they crash, and they survive. With no emotional impact, yeah. because this movie is shit. It said like it's like oh no, Owen and other lady are gonna die, or Kayla, and like we gotta save Claire, and like there's no yeah. like emotional build up to this at all. Well, there's two problems with this: is you have the scene where again I don't understand the staging. He's shooting it like it's a, a one, like it's a, what what is it when you have the camera on you? He's shooting it like that. Oh yeah, but, like, again. I don't care about this character enough in this movie for this to matter. But then you have like, she lands, she deals with the dinosaur with the long fingernails, all that stuff. You have Owen and Kayla who are fighting the, was it another Raptor that ends up under the the Raptor? Okay. So the deal with that, but then there's no, like they try to find each other when Claire is almost attacked by the the Lophosaurus. All of a sudden Owen and Kayla are there. Why did we have any of that if they're just going to end up together? Like, you could have taken all that stuff out and it would have land the plane, show up at this place. There's no exactly. dramatic emotional difference to yeah. what's happening. I don't. <laughs> Listen, you just covered a bunch of these notes. Fuck everything else. There you go. Well, hey, I will say this the Therizinosaurus, I still stand by, is a great fucking scene. It's not like phenomenal, it is, it is but a, as far as cool this scene. movie well goes, it is a cool scene. I like how it goes, the whole payoff. There's almost no dialogue from Claire. It's just her trying to get away from this, and it fucking womps Bambi's mom. Well, it is like, pretty suspense. <laughs> it's a pretty suspenseful. No, that scene is scene probably thought- one of the uh, most suspenseful scenes yes. of this entire movie. Because you're you're thinking, hey, she's gonna get got. Like it's it can it may not can see her, but it can either smell her or sense her. It's gonna get her. I but just feel it. The was whole pointless. yeah, like the whole her going. The in the water. Even when Trevorrow has a scene that's effective like that, it serves no purpose. So there's no. still yeah. something wrong with it. It was, it was guy hey guys, look at this new dinosaur. Yes. Look at this new dinosaur. Oh, and it's got feathers on it because everyone was bitching that Ooh. these dinosaurs didn't have feathers. <laughs> and it's like, we don't care anymore. We understand Between... what real dinosaurs look like compared to exactly. Steven Spielberg's versions of dinosaurs. Exactly. Which, well, who but cares? between that and the Pyroraptor, oh, it's like why are you introducing these dinosaurs but there's no end game to introducing this okay it's there and it's not like okay so we could go to the pyro raptor scene for a second so they crash land on the ice 
They're like, oh shit, that was scary. I'm glad that pot, plot armor kept kept us alive. And then this Pyroraptor comes down. It's really kind of a cool scene when you first see it. You get it the reveal cool. of it. I like the it's design. A, it's a really I like cool beautiful it, design. You see the snow like flowing off the body. It. It's pretty. And you're like, oh shit. And the thing shifts and the ice opens up. The Pyroraptor's like, I'm not an aquatic. Uh, I'm not an aquatic uh, organism, but I'm gonna jump right in that fucking water because that makes a hundred percent sense in this scene. And uh, I'm like, why don't you just make it some kind of aquatic reptile, like a plesiosaurid or like a smaller mosasaur, like a chronosaur or something? Like that would have made more sense than a fucking pyroraptor. Just it could have been a cool. Could have gone yeah. underwater. Yeah, well, there's no plesiosaurids at all. Make it a plesiosaurus. Yeah, what if, okay. why didn't you have a good successful sequence where they're trying to get across the ice that's already cracking? That's something. Again, yeah, that's my favorite. You don't even need a dinosaur. Because I yeah. love that. I love that noise. That yeah, the cracking. Oh, that's that's probably it. the best sequence in all of the Lost World, where Sarah's like, um, I love that sequence in the trailers where she's trying yeah. to move and the glass the is cracking. Oh, that glass, I mean, yeah. Glass. Yeah, oh, so oh, perfect. Oh, and oh, so oh. that's, again, another callback to that. But why don't you do that? And on top of this threat of we got to walk slow because the ice is cracking, all of a sudden they see a dinosaur moving underneath the wa- underneath the ice. And then you have a sequence that builds from there. Like, what? why does this flying dinosaur have to? Why do they have so many raptors? <laughs> yeah. On this island. And the fact the that city. they take off running, it's like y- your the ice is cracking. Why are you just running? wandering around? Like, mm-hmm. what? Where are. I don't know. But the fact is, is that Owen falls in the ice and then jumps out of the ice like a goddamn porpoise. Like, what the fuck? And then, <laughs> and then he doesn't catch hypothermia. Like this man, it, like oh, he's fine. He's not wet at all. Uh, he's when he first comes out, but when he gets on the ice, he's dry. Yeah. <laughs> we find out. We find out. We, we find out that Ramsey is a good guy. Yes. Because I yes, guess he was trying to put off some. There was. It, to be honest, when I first watched this movie, I thought he was going to be a bad guy, but I, I like the fact that they made him a good guy. Like he's all yeah. there, you know? Yeah. What? Sorry. Well, the problem is, Sorry. is that he walks, he walks into the scene and says, I'm a good guy. Yeah, pretty much. That's literally yeah, what he, he literally really says. Trust oh, me. Lord. Oh, all right. You've only just met me. This is the line I stand on. Perfect. Uh, call me maybe. Yeah. And then Dodson <laughs> turns off the car that uh, Ellie and Alan and Maisie are in. And you're like, Oh, Okay. Ooh, he can press a button. This guy's a real threat. Sorry about this minor inconvenience I'm giving you. <laughs> and this is an added scene where they stop in the dark tunnel and Alan has to talk Maisie off the train. This wasn't in the theatrical. No. Movie. So another scene of pointless bullshit. <laughs> of Alan going, come on, Maisie. It's okay. You always gotta okay. venture. Sometimes you gotta venture into those dark tunnels. And she's just like, Okay, sure. Like, hey. I-, I will agree with you for the convenience of the film. <laughs> That's what she's been doing the whole movie. Yeah. We get yep. Like in the beginning, she's trying to get away and trying to get into society and she's not supposed to. Like she's the one that escapes from <laughs> that giant pane of glass that apparently they can't see her through. And all of a sudden she's going to be afraid. I didn't I just didn't buy I didn't no. buy that moment. Malcolm confronts Dotson and gets fired. Gets fired. Oh no! Yeah, fired. It's a it's a, it's a great scene. Uh, Kayla done. and Owen find the uh, chair, or the that Claire was in from the plane, and they run into the T Rex, and it's the original T Rex. Everybody, it's the original one from Jurassic Park. Just so oh, we know. care. 
and also, love- and also the Giga is there too, and they have a little spout over the deer carcass, and the T Rex just gets to the point where it's just like, yeah, I'm good. I'm just gonna get the hell out of here. And the Giga, I'll see you later. Yeah, pretty much. Bye. And we get more Alan and Ellie relationship crap that is just so late that it doesn't matter anymore. Ramsey, We're past that just, point. just kiss already. Uh, right? Yeah, just seriously. get it over with. Ramsey helps Malcolm. And uh, Ramsey <laughs> catches Dotson deleting files. This was, I don't, was this Stop in the it. original? Yeah. No, no. Theatrical? Okay. No, none of the server room stuff was. This is one of the scenes I was talking about where Ramsey confronts him. And then he's going to confront him again. There's, it, I think it happens at least twice, maybe three it times. It, it's two times. I mean, in the theatrical cut, he only confronts him once. Yeah, at the he office. He only confronts him at the end. office when every, everything's gone to shit. When the I mean, whole facility's on fire. And things are cut for a reason. Yep. Yep. And Why didn't he just punch him? He should have. He's too cool. He's too, he's too cool. He just didn't seem shit. like a very violent person. He can't dirty his hands. He's yeah, six I mean, foot two, and the other guy's five eleven. He's got just kicking on him. Yeah, literally, Dotson has no care in the world for what he's doing. Like he no, doesn't, no, he doesn't care, care that he's destroying the worlds. Uh, and and the the funny thing is, it's like it's not going to benefit him either because even though the locusts are like Biosyn's going to be done, like they're going to find out that he is behind everything. Yeah. See, and, and the worst part about this is, is it's not even like ah, like so what. You know, this happens. I'm a villain. Oh, I'll rebuild again from the scraps. It's it's just like an apathetic, like, eh, whatever. He's like, it's like his lack of concern. Like, jobs. like his lack of concern. Makes, he makes no sense, like motivation. He's not good at what he does. He's not mm-hmm. smart. He doesn't know how to work anything. He releases the low or sets them on fire and sets the, this thing in flames, which, uh, again, we talked about this. It leads to that tantrum. It's like... <sighs> Is this guy a threat? Like he's he's never at any point a threat. He never he's does not. anything besides pressing a button and stopping the car that Alan and Ellie are on. Like yeah, it's it's, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Alan, Ellie, and Maisie they get attacked by some dinosaurs in the cave, and this whole scene oh. did not need to happen. It's uh, not dinosaurs. I don't care, Dan. I'm just I just don't care. <laughs> I'm so spent right now from talking about this fucking movie. We are we are on hour five. <laughs> yeah, we're getting close to the runtime of this movie. Yeah, um, three hours later. I'm having fun talking to you guys about this movie, but reading this plot is just like, fuck. Do I even care anymore? Can we just skip we don't to the end? Only another forty minutes of the movie to go. Claire, yeah, pretty much. So yeah, so they get attacked. They get attacked by the the plated lizards. There you go, Dan. That's what I'll. They're, yes, they're pro, they're proto mammals. They're dimetrodon. Okay. Di- that's yeah. what they're. They're called. reptiles. Reptiles. Because they, so they're not. They're they not dinosaurs. Cool. They're just reptiles. Get me wrong. They do look cool. But the whole thing with them getting pinned by them, and then Malcolm shows up and is like, "We need a code." And then they're getting mad at Malcolm because Malcolm doesn't know the but code that he, he didn't know he needed. Yeah. I understand yeah. they're like facing death, but it's like, stop screaming at him. He doesn't know the code. <laughs> yeah, like Ramsey saves the day. They could have just skipped they could have show maybe shown the dimetrodons in passing and then skip to where you know ramsey helps ian with the code and then just cut all of it out this movie could I, have been I, less than two hours i, I did exactly. laugh at the part i laughed at the part where malcolm was like 30. miles miles davis's birthday <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. like, what? okay yeah. so why would that be the code oh lord <laughs> 
Like, Ian, stop thinking of things yeah. you know and think of things oh, that oh. other people would know. Well, he is up his own ass. I so know. Claire, he, he is up his own ass, and that's that's all he yeah. cares. So Claire finds the outpost, and she gets she gets she confronts gets confronted by some Dilophosauruses, and I was like, "Yes, finally!" And they look good yes. because they're all practical. You hear the yep. sound; it's very you know. That's oh, the I nostalgia their, I want to see. They're you know, chirp. a dinosaur that I've been oh, wanting yeah. to see in another oh, yeah. Jurassic film since the beginning. Yes, and they look good until Owen walks up and chokes one out, and I went, "Fuck this movie!" Even <laughs> yes, more. are you okay. serious? He just walks so, up and starts choking out a Dilophosaurus. He just grabs movie, it. Dude. And it's like, I how? I just, so, like, I, just, I just wanted to get up and walk out of the room. Like, are you fucking yes. serious? So, <sighs> anyway, this scene, the, my biggest problem with this scene, right, is she goes, She the ladder's coming down. Super slow. And, and she, why the hell is it going the, so slow? The ladder is down enough for her to get up there. And if she looks over there and sees it, why would she be like, I'm going to hide behind the pole? Like, it can, it can, it, it's right there. Like, mm. just, you're not obscuring yourself from it. Because at this point, there's two. Yeah, because there's the one on the other side of the pole, but the one straight to the ladder that she can fucking see. <laughs> just go up the ladder. They can't climb. Trucks can't climb trees. Come on. <laughs> Are you guys ready for this next part? So Dodson sets the locust ablaze, and then they, they just, escape they crash they crash through the windows above and then spread out throughout the whole facility and malcolm looks up and he goes that's bananas i had to write it down i know you already said the the line before i had to i wrote it down (laughs) it was it was i mean especially coming from malcolm Uh, the vehicle then crashes and then when they roll down the hill after the way too long like interaction in the car about leaning oh should we lean to the left like took too long they roll yes. down the hill right in front of owen claire and kayla you're like well that's oh, convenient. the convenience there and so the old and the new meet <laughs> finally and then the giga makes an appearance and it was very i'm in this movie oh hey guys and malcolm uses hey. a a locust that's on fire to distract the giga w- wonder where they got that idea from why are they still on fire I'm at this point? Inside. Why are they still flying? <laughs> they should know. not still be flying. Their We're wings would the be burned off. Too. When the characters are trying to get up to that ladder, I don't think there's a lot. I don't know how some of those characters got up that ladder. It shows yeah. like it. There, there's no <laughs> the geography. All of a sudden, Owen is like he's at the bottom, but then it cuts and he's already at the top. It's like I don't, I don't understand what the staging. Okay. We're also talking, there's this, when the gi, what do you call it? I'm going to say it wrong. The giganta, what is the, it? Gi- the giganotosaurus. The giganotosaurus. When it shows up, you have a shot of Laura Dern and Bryce Dallas Howard turning toward the camera. And then it cuts oh. to a shot of Laura Dern and Sam Neill. And Bryce Dallas Howard is no longer next to her in the shot. It's literally one shot to another. And and uh, Claire disappears. Yeah, she disappears from the shot. Again, the editing is so weird. This thing is just full of these things that are like, where, where did that person go? <sighs> but I like calls. how I like how what's her uh, what's her uh, what's her oh Macy, mm. she's scared to get up the ladder until I didn't like the it. dinosaur pulls the the cage it's off. So stupid! Like, I'm like, just keep going! Well, like it's not sliding through. Just climb! Like you stand, you sit right there where you're at, and you die, or you climb, and you still probably yeah. die. So you pick your, <laughs> you know, pick your poison. Just fuck the damn land until the cage comes off. I, and then she's like, I was like, what the fuck are you doing, lady? I'm like, I'd feel more safe 
with the cage there, you know. So Malcolm crawls back into the vehicle. What do I know? Because we need that throwback. Yeah. And then, yes, Maisie doesn't move her ass up the ladder. Um, We get the waving fire at the dinosaur as another callback, because this is what this entire movie is. And yep. we get this cool shower. He throws it into the Giga's mouth, and then it looks like a dragon because it's blowing Oof. fire. And you're like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> the Giga gets embarrassed and leaves because it gets zapped and stabbed a few times. And I'm like, screw you guys. I'm going this home. Was the war- this just was so bad. Dotson just sucks in so many levels. That's literally a note. Uh, Owen explains raptor training to Malcolm, and then Malcolm tells him about a dog that humped his leg to the point he got a callus on his shin. And I was like, "I must have stepped out." Of the I literally named one. my child like, after you, Malcolm, and needed. this is what they did to you. Mm. Definitely not needed. Ramsey, finding everybody. Ramsey finally Riding. tells Dotson he's the mole, mm. and I was like, "Okay, this is sure." And this well, is yeah, Dotson goes, fire you. Dotson we already goes, knew this. <laughs> what? Like, but you were like so loyal to me. It's like, but I, I wasn't. Again, so, so useless. This guy. He, he's. <laughs> oh, Ooh. this fucking movie. You get the power back on to turn on the ADS. Wonder what that's from. Oh my god, is this just Jurassic Park just done way worse? Yes, it is. Hundred percent. Yeah, because in this one they had to cut wires with axe. Yeah, you got Owen. The insects were half on fire in the server room and some of them were all right. Tell us well, you, you get that you get that all important line where Ellie says, What doesn't matter what you've done. What matters is what you do now. It's like why are you saying this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, but Claire so learns her lesson. There's Claire's art completed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh Alan talks about raptor kill techniques while they're trying to find beta. And it's like, no, you're talking to a guy who trained raptors. Like, he he doesn't care, Alan. Like, no one cares. Yep. <laughs> you get the flip-flopping between the scenes with Claire and Ellie, you know, getting attacked by the locusts and also chopping at the wires. And then you get the, the beta rescue scene where everyone's got to put their goddamn hand up to get her. You know what would have worked a lot better if We're Owen triangulating. Yeah, if Owen would have been went up to bed and be like, "Come with me if you want to live." <laughs> Why? <laughs> the hell not? Oh man, <laughs> Dotson finally meets his end the same way Nedry did. I guess that's pretty ironic in a way. I guess I At do like point, that. I, I do that like how whole... he died, but why does he t- say to the Lovasaur, "What's your story?" Yeah, well, first of all, you get yeah. What's Why that? are you gonna have a conversation? Okay, my my Darren. The whole conversation <laughs> was stupid, Darren. but I do like the whole. Yeah, I, I like how he died, and I like how it's all it's all like animatronics, it's all practical effects, and it looks great. I and got a like, point to make, but what what did you want to ask? Oh, me? I was gonna say, and just just so you know, if you didn't know this, the Lovasaurus are my favorite dinosaur, and they're actually about six feet tall at the hip, so they're bigger than Velociraptors are in these movies in they're real like life. Twenty feet long. Yeah, like 20, 21 feet long is the like the holotype, like the biggest known specimen for it. Yeah, and they're fucking huge. But like, I don't understand why they're always small. Don't confuse them with Velociraptors. Well, you got 27 in this movie. How are they going to fucking confuse them at How this point? Get... Make... I, don't, I don't know. Anyway, well, you're talking but... about them mixing it with frog DNA, so they can use that to explain anything. They, they right? do. It's that, 
it's why all the raptors are too big right. and shit. But here's the thing with Dodson's death. Okay, we have the Dilophosaurus. You guys said it when you when she, they attack Claire. That's good answer. Like it bring like oh no, I know what these dinosaurs can do. Even though Owen grabs it and throws it away, right? I get that. But get then you have bitch. yeah, Dodson literally grabs the Barbasol. I, I don't know why he's taking that with him. He takes the Barbasol. Yeah. It's an can, it's to be an exact copy of the Nedry scene. So when this happened, I didn't understand because I think I was just, my brain was just not working anymore. But I watched the scene where the Dilophosauruses get Dodson and it shows, I think it shows the can or whatever. And my wife says out loud, she's like, that's just how Nedry died. At which point I said out loud, this is the stupidest movie I've ever seen. Because it was so, oh my gosh, like I get it. But at this point it's like, duh. Just stop with the fan service. I've had it. <laughs> because the funny part is, is all of this is if you are a fan, even remotely a fan, it literally states in the movie you can put them in a Barbasol can and it's got refrigerant for thirty six hours. Thirty six yeah. hours. That's it. Why? Why do people think that the Barbasol from the movie when it debuted, people thought the Barbasol can was going to come back in the sequel? I was like, why? It's it's. The whole point of it being buried in mud is to show you that this whole thing, again, technology versus nature, it's swallowed up by mud. It doesn't yep. matter. Their yeah, plans yeah, are all gone to shit. Yep. There's no point anymore. Why do you? Why is the Barbasol can so important? I, ah. <laughs> it's pointless. Sometimes I it's just, just good to it just not just, think about it. Yep. Yeah. It was just something for him to... Nostalgia for him. <laughs> as a character. I still hate him as a character. But it would be if the, he was in more than just the first fucking movie, it would make sense. But it does. Yeah. It's pointless. Yeah. Nope. Nope. So Doctor Wu explains how he can stop the locusts. Is he just wandering around? The, what? Where did he come from? <laughs> he's like a he's like a lost child. He's got his briefcase he's, like this. He's, like, he's a lost puppy. He's got, he's got attachment issues. Can you help me? He's like a meditator. For the thousandth time, person. what is with the staging in this movie? I don't. <laughs> that was rude. <laughs> it was probably rude. I'm sorry. I didn't mean it that no, way. What are... <laughs> I'm sorry that it came off that way. Holy shit. I just thought about that. Damn, I'm an awful person. <laughs> well, I talked to you. What did you... That. <laughs> you, got... you guys didn't catch what I said, did you? I did not hear I want to hear it. I hear what you said. Okay, that's fine. Woo, I said he's like a medicated homeless person. Like, that's what he looks like. He's like, I'm help. I'm dependent. I'm dependent. I need help. I need help. I'm an adult. The system. Yeah. Oh, gosh. We then get the final final dino showdown between Rexy and the Giga. And the Giga wins. And you're like, oh, no, Rexy's dead. <laughs> no, I, I do. I do like the line of um, um, Grant saying, "This is not about us." And I, I thought, and that they all run, yeah. yeah. But, but again, this whole fight—it's just a repeat of that Jurassic World fight, but it with is. zero. It's with zero emotional attachment, though. There's no. <sighs> Did you like the that Rexy walks behind the the waterfall thing, and it looks like the logo? <laughs> I do. I do like how she <sighs> enters. I do like this whole scene with the fight. The only thing I hate is when they're under the door or whatever. Whatever. There's no concern for what's happening above them. But somebody's like. And they got their arms up like they're going to hold this thing. I'm like, how the hell are you going (laughs) to hold it up? You've got two dinosaurs. And there's, there's no stakes. There's no threat to this thing. It's all. 
Teflon. Yeah. There's no the dinosaurs obviously aren't there, so why should the actors care? Like there's there's no I'm like, you guys are all gonna sh- die. What should have happened Move. was it should have been like Grant, but it'd been like, This isn't about us, and then just cut to them, like cut to the dinosaurs fighting and them just be on the helicopter. Yeah. yeah it's like there's no tension in this scene. It, it, it's fucking fu- they fu- can still watch the dinosaurs fight, but they do not need to be in it. We should get out of here. No, 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 no. I want to see how this shit pans out. Keep this over. <laughs> no, we're gonna go hide. Yeah, no, but the best part about this whole thing, I will die on this hill, is the fucking Therizinosaurus. It's my favorite part about this whole fucking ending the scene. Fact that the T Rex so just great. throws it into its claws and it yes. just looks like it has no idea what just happened. It's like, oh, oh, hey, I want oh something. shit. Oh, <laughs> shit. Oh, oh. I was no. just here for the waffles. What the what fuck? The <laughs> yeah, and then they, no. they do the same thing like uh, Blue and Rexy did in Jurassic World where they look at each other and they just go, Good job. And then they kind of go their own way. Yeah. If they had thumbs, they do thumbs up, but they can't do it. Anytime Ugh. anybody says what the hell, I only hear the Asian guy go, What the hell? I will send you to Jesus. <laughs> so we are we are there, guys. We are so close. I can taste it. Ramsey let's let's tells, talk about something else for another 20 minutes. No, please God. <laughs> Ramsey talks about how Biosyn is corrupt. The problem with the Toy Story movies. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for another episode why doesn't why does buzz if he thinks he's real why does he freeze <laughs> i know that's always you're a, a toy <laughs> ellie and grant finally kiss kayla's flirting with a medic you're like oh i guess they threw that thing in did they ever make that notion in any part of this movie that she was a lesbian she liked redheads she just said she oh, liked she redheads oh okay mm-hmm. she, I, when I they're going down that. the elevator at the um not that that matters. I'm just late. saying, like, it yeah, was just something that just seemed odd to me. Like, oh, they're just going to throw that in at the end. She said something about they have something in common that she likes redheads, too. Okay. And I was like, oh, yeah. okay, cool. Yeah, fine. Whatever. <laughs> so Grant and Ellie are going to testify in front of Congress, I guess. And, you know, you get the thing where the girl's playing with the little dinosaur. And Grant's like, well, I'll never get used to this. I'm like, yeah, because it's going to get fucking worse. There are dinosaurs and people together. It's not going to end well. It's not look good um, in a suit and tie. I'm just saying. Wu stops the weird. locust. I like he lets the locust go and they all freaking swarm and he just goes, Yay! I redeemed myself for six movies of doing terrible things. Our team won the championship! <laughs> Fuck yeah! Rex, guess what though? Rexy meets the Lost World T-Rexes because they were there too! Why? We were here. We were just hiding. Everybody, everybody since 1997 was going, I wonder where the Lost World T-Rexes were. No, nobody was wondering that. Nobody. I I will say on the counter report. They were on a different fucking island. Why are they there? I wanted to know. They're excellent swimmers. My biggest complaint about this series of movies is nobody talked about. Like, I mean, outside of what it was vaguely mentioned, like two times, nobody mentioned Sorna. That was my biggest problem with this trilogy movie. They don't. And that's and and Sorna's never brought up before the movie came out. There was like pictures and stuff that said like Isla Sorna. I was like, oh shit, they're gonna talk about Sorna again, and they never do. Other than the fact you see those Rexes and you're like, but okay, was it? Was it Ramsey the one that was talking about um talking about the different islands? Yeah, he mentioned the first batch came from Sorna and the other ones from that was it. That's, that's the only mention. That's again. all you got. Yeah. Such a dick fart, I swear. Kayla gets a new plane. Beta gets Yay. back in blue. Yay. And uh dinosaurs are now in the world and we're supposed to just 
Yay. Be okay with it. Check it out, you dude. Know, Dinosaurs are like livestock. The they're like fucking dogs and cows. <laughs> no, but and there is much going to eat everything in the ocean. Yeah, all the animals are going to get gonna along. They're going to hold hands. And yeah, sweet. You're going right, well, to have nothing in the guys. ocean. That is it. Jurassic World Dominion. <sighs> what a journey it's been. I still like it. Till the Mosasaurus are shit now, babies. <laughs> Angela, what is yes. wrong with you? <laughs> Everything is wrong with me. Oh my goodness. I married this guy for one. Well, yeah. it's, it's like you guys said, this will be somebody's Jurassic Park. Kids it will is. watch it, this. This will know. be somebody's first. This yeah. will be somebody's favorite. It, so there know. will Great. always be something Good. that you have watched that will be somebody's that will be somebody's first. Yeah, I've seen Rocky Horror Picture Show. Holy shit. But no. <laughs> just kidding. Like there are movies that I've never seen that these two have seen multiple times. So I could be in the I think it was what is it, Friday the thirteenth? I said that I had never seen the first one from start to finish. I grew up in a very religious household. Hmm. So I never got to see certain things that these two got to see as kids. I had to see them as adults, as an adult. So there are, um, I did sneak and watch MST3K growing up. I had an, I had a great aunt who was an older lady. So they were more, she was always in the kitchen. Um, her husband was always doing stuff in his workshop. So I was left by myself. So there were things that I got to see that I shouldn't have seen as a kid. So there will always be something that you've seen multiple times that somebody that's their first. Yep. So I don't I don't ever hold anybody liking uh, I can't say that because <laughs> there are some movies that people like and I'm like, how the hell do you like that? Yeah, I respect people's opinions if they do. But I still, I, yeah. I still respect respect their opinions. It's usually appear that I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with Sleep you? <laughs> yeah, what the fuck is wrong with you? But no, like I, yeah. I don't ever hold it against anybody for liking something that I don't, that I don't, unless it's the giant claw and it's him. It's a fucking great movie, right? Because <laughs> give it any shit. Listen, listen, lady, it's as big what? as a battleship. <laughs> As somebody that grew up on the original Star Wars trilogy, to hear people say that the prequels are their Star Wars, I don't get it. Like, no. uh, I, I, it's not the <laughs> no. same. But that's their thing. It's like, sure, as yeah. long as you're in the Star Wars, great. I'm glad you were into that. But there are different mindsets. All the, I, I just, from the perspective of this movie, being uh, you know not the greatest fan of Jurassic Park, but at least able to appreciate what Spielberg was doing and the themes that he was trying to attack. And then to see it come to this, I'm just, I'm baffled. I don't, I, I, there's dinosaur stuff, cool. I don't see how anybody will like the locust. I don't see why anybody can appreciate how the plot ties together with this thing. I don't understand yeah. how somebody can watch that scene with Claire and Santos in the kitchen and think that that's equal to the raptor in the kitchen scene. from. Dra I don't understand that. Ooh, but as far as... you ever like that one more than the kitchen scene for... See, that's what I'm, but... I have a problem people, with that one. People approach things differently. It's just I, like, yeah. it's not so much nostalgia. Jurassic Park works. It's not nostalgia if it's a good <laughs> movie. And it works. Yeah, like I watched Star Wars on VHS. Like that's how yeah. I was introduced yep. to them. Not even in widescreen, just pan nope. and scan versions of Star Wars. Yep. Hell yeah. Yep. 
and then to rewatch it later on, you know, Blu-ray, and it's like. Listen, I remember when Jabba the Hutt was a fat man in a bunker, not a slug. That's right. All right. <laughs> yep. And then I right. think growing up as a kid, like the first Star Wars is the one you like, and Return of the Jedi is the one you like the best because it ends. Like Empire Strikes Back doesn't end; it ends on a cliffhanger. But for me, yeah. as an adult, I love all the themes that Empire does. That's the Star Wars movie for me because yeah. yeah, it's about real people. And Luke jumping off of that thing, it completes an arc. He's not afraid of anything, but he gives up on his fear. Like he's able to move past it. And yeah, it's under the next thing. But as a kid, we don't appreciate that stuff. We just want stuff to end. We don't want nuances. So I hate cliffhangers. So it's like, yeah, I want it to end. Don't. Yeah, I didn't like that movie. Stallone wasn't very good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just can't. I just, I've never seen cliffhangers. Anyway, <laughs> Carrie right. Parker. We nobody liked the movie but Angela. There you go. There's yeah, your fucking. Is, is <laughs> this is my worst almost, worst Jurassic Park almost movie. Almost three hours. It, yes, it is this. still the. The lowest of the low, but would I watch it again? This fucking movie, Angela. Are we still talking about this movie? Shut up! I want to talk about what we're going to talk about next week because I'm excited about this one. Yeah, Toy Story. Let's fucking go. Toy Story. (laughs) So next week, we are venturing into our spooky time movies, our favorites, and we're starting off with Angela's pick, which is the 1988 classic, Killer Clowns. From outer space. Hell yeah. I don't know if I like this cover of the movie, but you know what? It was like $12 on Amazon. Seems more dramatic than the movie is probably actually going to be. I've never seen it before. I've ne- I, ha- I'm, I have never seen it either. I'm I just so heard excited. The I've song. seen it once because somebody of a podcast I listened to was covering it and I wanted to see it before I listened to the review. And I, I, I thought it was fun. It's, it's dumb fun, but it's fun. I've, I've yeah. seen some some screenshots from it and some some clips. And I'm like, okay. So that'll be next week's episode. We do have That's some guests. One. We do have some guests coming up for some of our spooky time movies uh, that we're gonna be talking about within the next month, month and a half. I'm very excited. I'm not gonna announce anybody right now until it's 100. percent But we do have some people uh, that I've been talking with uh, to come yeah. back on. And Darren, we definitely want to have you back on. Uh, and, oh, and, and for a movie yes. that you actually like, okay, we're yes, gonna, I'm gonna we have you pick the movie. We're gonna have something you pick the movie crushed. next time. We're gonna have you pick it next time, <laughs> guys. I've had this has been great. Like I, uh, I love coming on podcasts. That sounds terrible. I love showing up on podcasts, <laughs> and I love I like just having. Oh my god! Yeah, I love having these going? conversations that are more about just. Just friends, just chatting. So Absolutely. this is one of those times. I, I really pray you guys have a, a. Again, I was telling Parker. You guys probably don't know this, but I, I was direct messaging him saying what I love about your show. First of all, you like the Dark Knight Rises, so yeah. we're good. We're good there. Uh, the other thing too is you guys are always able to find the positives. It's it's hard. It's fun making fun of bad movies, and it's fun mm-hmm. like losing like your soul leaves your body during these movies that are so bad, but you know, just being able to, to find the joy in these movies. That's one thing that I love about your podcast and why I'm going to keep listening to you guys. And again, why I hope I'm, I'm looking forward to coming back. I'm, I'm inviting myself onto your podcast again, even though you just, yes. I'm, I'm coming back no. with you. Want me to or not. He's just going to show the fuck up. Like, what's he doing here? <laughs> Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. you are, you, you, are great. you know, you know, a lot of people like say shit about how Twitter's terrible. But to be honest, I've met so many amazing people yep. through Twitter. Yeah. I mean, that's how I met you, Darren. I, I, we, yeah. 
I think you started following me on Twitter and then like I read your hot takes on movies and most of them I don't agree with, but you know what? That's how it goes. And you know, that's why they're hot takes. It's it's one of those things where it's like, (laughs) I think that's the the thing uh, is you should be able to have those conversations. You should be able to be friends with, with somebody who might not have the same viewpoint as you. Like you shouldn't, it shouldn't be at odds. Like if you don't like a movie that I love, it should, should be at odds with each other. <laughs> I mean, how often have we talked about movies, and I've yeah, been the I'm only saying. one that liked it, or yeah. the only one that didn't like it? I've shat on a couple. You know, I talked about like, no, nah, this is not good. And I, 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 I get it. Like a lot of people, and I've also heard people say, like, don't if you don't like a movie, don't don't. Why would you talk about it? And it's like because. For one, we already talked about all the Jurassic movies, so we got to finish. <laughs> and it we off. talked about um, Ghostbusters twenty sixteen. Yeah, like we didn't like that one. It's okay to to be honest. I like listening to podcasts where people are kind of trashing on a movie. Not like not yeah, not being yeah. too like I feel we might have been some a little bit too critical on certain points, but you know what? I just don't care. Yeah, <laughs> fuck it. Different you know, our listeners. We are seventy two wow. episodes into the show. People should know what the, what to expect from us. Okay. Yeah. And this if one. you listen to our first cut, you <laughs> yeah. knew what you were coming into for this. And yeah, that's that's about it. So, uh, yeah. Darren, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter. It's the only I've given up on Facebook. That was too much of a thing. I just can't. I can't. <laughs> Facebook, I can't. So you can find me on Twitter. It's uh, at DW Lundberg. Um, again, Nostalgia Cast. We've got links on my uh, Twitter bio that you can find. We're on YouTube. You just look up Nostalgia Cast. We, we started, what, three seasons ago, like me and Johnny, like recording, getting our faces on the internet, all that. So you can find me on YouTube at Nostalgia Cast. Find me at Twitter at DW Lundberg. Again, I've got the hot takes. I try not to be too sadistic and acidic with my takes. I, I want to start conversations like you guys are talking about. If you visit us on Nostalgia Cast again, we want to start conversations. I hope you join us for our 90s retrospective. We're doing, again, the whole season 90s movies, and hopefully that'll get people more excited. But yeah, let's have more conversations. Twitter is a cesspool, but like you said, Parker, I've met so many people, including you guys, that I'm just grateful that I've met. And so I hope to keep those going. Absolutely. Dan, Angela, where can people find you? In the description. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not covering for you today. One day, they will all be the same. I promise. <laughs> you can find me at Parker Dissects on Twitter, Instagram, uh, TikTok, I think. And I Jurassic stream- World Dominion is broken, Parker. Yeah. Like and I stream on Twitch broken. once every six months. Um, ah. But you can find the show. We're Dissect That Film everywhere. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, uh, YouTube, all the podcast services. Just type in Dissect That Film and you're going to find us. I mean, if you're listening to us, clearly you found us. So um, (laughs) all the links will be in the description. Even Darren's links will be down there for for you guys to to click on. Uh, We're very excited to talk about uh, Killer Clowns. I'm very excited to get into spooky movies, getting into the scary movies. Um, And yeah, and possibly... Uh, there might be a fresh cuts of Barbarian out before you guys watch this because maybe I'll just do do that on my own. So yeah, until next time, everybody. I am Brett Parker. That is Dan and Angela of DNA Gaming, and that is Darren Lundberg from Nostalgia Cast. This Bye. is going to dissect that film podcast, <laughs> episode seventy-two. Have a wonderful night. Bye-bye. Bye. Magic hand. Magic hand. Magic hand. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>